This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. Turn it up. Turn it up. This is another brand new episode of the Run It Up podcast. Run it up. We going in on everything sports, <laughs> pop culture, and everything in the world of hip-hop. Let's go. This is the Run It Up podcast with Najee Adams. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Run It Up podcast here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network and Blue Wire Hustle. I am your host, Najee Adams. This is we season two here, baby. You feel what I'm saying? Season two, before we get into everything, today we're doing like a live mock draft, but season two is going to be primarily kind of like fantasy football stuff because that's a huge passion of mine. And it's, you know, it's a stat time of the year, you feel me, until we get back into basketball season. We're still going to talk about other pop culture stuff, still going to do Song of the Week, all the other stuff. Speaking of Song of the Week, if y'all haven't checked out the playlist, I uh, I tweeted that out. So go check out the season one Song of the Week playlist. We got my boy on the pod today, Justice Reed. I'm trying to slide through all this because I got like 12 people in the mock draft lobby and <laughs> I don't want to keep them. I don't want to keep them waiting. So we try and get through all of this today. We're doing a half PPR, twelve man mock draft. I'm going to share the screen so you guys will be able to see it. Uh, me and Justice are doing two very different strategies. Uh, Justice is going to wait. I'm doing like a running back heavy approach at the number four pick. And Justice, what what, what strategy are you going with, bro? I'm probably going to try to balance it out. Um, but I'd say I'd probably lean wide receiver heavy just because where I'm at in the draft of the nine spot is just tough to get a great running back. So cool. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start it up. Hopefully, this whole share screen thing works the way I think it do. But uh share, there we go. If if you if you're seeing the draft screen now, things worked out successfully. If you're not, then uh I'm sorry in advance. Um you still here, Justice? I'm here. Perfect. All right, so cool. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to start it up. I am the 104. We have one bot in here. Uh, outside of that, we have my friend Spencer at one, Kyler, who's a part of Blue Wire Hustle, at three, a bot at two, myself at four, Colton and Luke, who are Justice's mans at five and six, Jalal, you already know Jalal, he's at seven, Alex is also Justice's man's at eight. We got the man himself, Justice, at nine. My friend Daniel at 10. My friend Hunter at 11. And Sean 5000 is also part of Blue Wire Hustle. He was on one of my earlier episodes. He is at 12. So we're going to start it up, and we're going to see what happens. Let's get it. Whew. There we go. I feel so much. I feel. I felt so bad, like, trying to like, – <laughs> like, like, just leaving them there. You feel me? But, All right, so why, why are they going through number one since it's chalk? Give me your song of the week, bro. Oh, this is the look at you, my boy. My song of the week is actually, oh, they started team. See, this is why Sleeper is sometimes cheeks, bro. So I'll give you my song of the week in a minute. But so number one went Christian McCaffrey. I feel like that is 
easily then like that's a chalk pick everybody knows cmc is the number one fantasy player right now he's going to be probably and he has the highest chances of ending up as the overall rb1 uh sleeper the bot took nick chubb at two <laughs> so <laughs> that's why we wanted to do it with 12 real people but we couldn't find a 12 so you know we're just gonna have to deal with that i could change the pick but like we're just gonna leave it organic my boy kyler took dalvin cook at three at four um, Derrick Henry and Kamara are both here. Typically, one of them wouldn't be. But personally, I like Derrick Henry more just because I know the volume is there. When it comes to Kamara and the whole Saints offense, I could very well – I know he's going to get the volume. I know he's going to get the rock a whole bunch of times. But that Saints offense has a good chance of being absolutely horrible. So when – whereas with the, the Titans offense, I have a good amount of faith in Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown in um, – uh, why am I forgetting his name? Julio Jones to, you know, keep that offense going, keep the offense pushing. And although Derrick Henry is going to get the rock 10,000 times, I don't think he's going to get injured. He's just a fucking tank. And so I'm going to go ahead and take Derrick Henry at four. After me went Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor at the one six, Ezekiel Elliott at the one seven, Saquon Barkley at the one eight. And now we have Justice on the board at the one oh nine. What are you thinking right now, bro? All right. So. My thing is, so there's Jones, Aaron Jones, and after that you get a bunch of running backs. So I think, I think Eckler's a first round running back quality, um, but he had a health issue last year. So for me, I'm always gonna look to have the best player I possibly can at their position. That gives me an edge amongst other people, and I think the easy, easy, easy choice here is Devontae Adams at nine. Um, go ahead and slide out with the wide receiver one. Uh, what is he? Ten touchdown pace the last four years. Uh, 1600 yards or something like that i just think Devonte is the easy wide receiver one this year no i'm i'm with you i think see one someone who i think is a dark horse or wide receiver one who obviously probably is not going to make it back to me is calvin ridley but i think Absolutely. like if, if i was if i was a betting man i'd put my bread on uh on Devonte adams to finish as the, the the wide receiver one aaron Rodgers. as much as people want to say that he's washed and he's not going to have a, as great a year as last year the man has something to prove Devonte adams is the best receiver in the league when it comes to routes when it comes to separation when it comes to everything he's just the overall best receiver in the league and usually that typically correlates pretty well to fantasy success so let me go over this real quick so instead of us going pick by pick if since y'all are watching live you can kind of tell so eckler went right after Devonte. And for all the other guys who are drafting their leagues, I think that's a good spot for Eckler. If you're if you're a 10 and you're looking at the receivers, and you're looking at Eckler, and then you get to Tyreek. Hopefully, Devontae doesn't fall to you at 10. Um, if he does, and congratulations to you. But <laughs> seriously, truly. Um, but there's no other receiver worth taking in the first round over, over Eckler in my eyes. Uh, Tyreek is great. You could look at Kelsey if you want to just be dominant at that position, but I think Kelsey's a round two guy. Um See, for me right now, I'm waiting for my pick on the turn at number four. And I'm really – in every draft I've done, every mock I've done up prior to this, I've always had Ridley fall to me. So I'm always hoping to walk away with Devontae Adams and Ridley in the first two rounds because uh, then I think I have a good shot at wide receiver one and two. Guys like the consistency of uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Guys like the threat of uh, DK Metcalf. And then Diggs is Diggs, bro. Diggs has a chance to be wide receiver one as well. If he falls to me, then I'll take him as well. But – for me, Aaron Jones still there. I think this is the chalk pick for 12 right here, but he ain't even 
He's taking my every son, bit of his two minutes. My son, Sean. So the thing with Sean is he had hit, I hit him up and he was like, yo, bro, I'm going to be recording my own pod, but I got you. And so I can't even blame him. My son is on his hustle, you on his grind. So he's taking his time right now. So if he he's probably going to get auto-drafted. I don't know if I can pick for him. I definitely can pick for him. So I could just let the CPU auto-pick the next one so we could kind of speed through this. So I let it pick for him here. Time's up. Uh, uh, who are they going to give him? They gave him Diggs. And I'm just like the CPU auto pick for him. Boom, Aaron Jones. Digs and Aaron Jones, like you can't be. You nah, can't. That's how you should turn it around. That's how it should have turned out. Anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you can't be mad at that. So the thing that I want to talk to you about, bro, is so we have, I feel like we have different strategies when it comes to drafting. Cause for me, I'm running back crazy. Like mm-hmm. if so, how you took Devontae at at nine, I would have definitely taken a running back. Like I would have probably taken Aaron Jones. I would have taken Aaron Eckler. I just feel like running back drops off quick when you get to the middle rounds where as receiver you can still get a guy like Deontay Johnson you can still get a guy like T Higgins Jamar Chase whereas you're looking at guys oh I'm on the clock nice <laughs> so some so somebody fell to me I wasn't expecting to fall to me and I want to explain to y'all why I'm a Panthers fan for everybody listening uh Ron Rivera did crazy things with Christian McCaffrey in year two uh, I know a, who you take it a, rec- a receiving back who can also run the ball I think Antonio Gibson has year two upside and in, in, in similarities to Christian McCaffrey. So I think Antonio Gibson is my choice here. No, nah, I think Gibson is in that. I think he has a chance to finish as a top eight running back easily. Uh, I think he could finish as a – he has top five – he has RB1 upside. Like his ceiling, he could be mm-hmm. finishes the RB1. If they're using him like McCaffrey, I just think that – that coaching staff loves JD McKissick a little bit too much for him to have that kind of, to finish at that ceiling. I think his floor is also pretty well. He got like nine rushing touchdowns last year as a rookie, or maybe it was 11. He had a lot of touchdowns last year as a rookie. And so I don't think that, I think a little bit of regression is coming in that area, but I think he'll pick it up in yards, whether receiving or rushing. So I think Antonio Gibson is a good pick regardless. But, but back to what you said, bro. So you being running back heavy. So for me, I'm, I'm drafting to the nine spot because in the league that I'm in, I'm I'm playing. I'm drafting at the nine spot. So I get in as much practice as I can mm-hmm. amongst real people. And the guys that I play with, I don't think they're going to let Devontae Adams fall to me. We got a couple of Packers fans in there. Um, the running backs, are. I think for me, Chubb should be there at nine. And if Chubb was there at nine, I would take Nick Chubb. But I don't know about Zeke. I have question marks around him just surrounding last year. I don't like not having a sure thing. Um Jonathan Taylor is a question mark, although he kind of carried me to the championship last year. I lost, but, you know, he carried me there. <laughs> so, uh, but at the end of the day, there's just question marks around backs that I can't answer. Eckler had health issues. I can't justify picking somebody over Devontae Adams that isn't Nick Chubb. It, despite health issues, he's just a monster every time he's on the field. So, I, I think the – like I said, I can I can justify a lot of running backs over Devontae Adams for me, but I think the one that really stands out is Aaron Jones, and I'm on the clock right now. So Ridley is there, bro. So so I'm on the clock right now and it's really tough for me to not take Calvin Ridley because he fell right into my lap. And and so I was, I wanted to do the whole super heavy RB and see how my team came out, but I feel like I could still do that. I think Calvin Ridley had it been AJ Brown, had it been Justin Jefferson, had it been anyone else, but Calvin Ridley, I would have taken a running back, but I can't let Calvin Ridley slip by me. That is insane that, that he fell that. that this that. says way more about our friends than it does anything <laughs> else. <laughs> I don't know how someone took DK over Calvin Ridley. I'd rather have Ridley over DK. Bro, over George Hop. Kittle, George Kittle and Joe Mixon over Calvin Ridley in this draft. 
But just looking at the receivers that went before him, I'd rather have Ridley over Metcalf and Hop, if we're being honest. Like, have you seen the games without that he's played without Julio? He's he, a monster. He bro. has like 100 yard or, or more yards or a touchdown in all of those games. Like, he could legitimately be the wide receiver one. And the fact that I got him as the wide receiver one, two, three, four, five, six off the board, I think is incredible value for Calvin Ridley. That's um, sick. After Calvin Ridley goes Mahomes at the 210, which uh, I personally am like, I, you will never catch me taking a quarterback before round five. That's the late, that's the earliest I would hey, ever. Hey, bro, go. I, I drafted. <laughs> Don't judge me, bro. This is before I really, really did like dove into fantasy football. Like over the last year, I've just become obsessed with it. If you know what the Fantasy Pros website is, I'm yearly subscribed now like i got it all <laughs> all the tools i need to be successful in fantasy football i drafted my homes in the first round of last year and still made it to the championship despite that but i ended up trading him so do with that what you will <laughs> i picked up herbert off the waivers though because you know nobody knew herbert was gonna be any good so i, I bro I people was picking up. up justin jefferson off the waiver wire they got I a up, steal bro in my keeper league i picked up justin jefferson justin herbert and james robinson off the waiver wire Okay, so I'm back on the clock now. Right now, my roster looks like Derrick Henry, Calvin Ridley. That's it. Now, Justin Jefferson <laughs> is here, but Thank I'm going. God, I'm going RB heavy. I could see my team could have been Derrick Henry, Calvin Ridley, Justin Jefferson, but I think I can find more value at receiver in the middle rounds of the drafts, which is where you really win leagues. And like when I look at the running backs here, there's only a couple more that I really be comfortable with being my RB two, and I personally love me some Chris Carson. Now, for me, I was torn between, I think there's a real tear break between Chris Carson and everyone else. I'd rather Chris Carson over David Montgomery. I'd rather him over J.K. Dobbins. I'd rather him over DeAndre Swift because with Dobbins, Gus Edwards, you already see in the preseason, he's taking some of the third down work. With DeAndre Swift, they love Jamal Williams. I don't know. They think Jamal Williams is this 1A, 1B back to DeAndre Swift. Whereas Chris Carson, who's really his competition in that backfield? Rashad Penny, who can't stay healthy. I love me some Chris Carson. I think he is probably the best RB2 you can have when it comes to that tier of backs because I really think there is a tier break after David Montgomery and everyone else. When you get to that Josh Jacobs, that Miles Sanders, that Daryl Henderson, Miles Gaskin, I'm not too comfortable with having them as my RB2. So I'm glad that I could go Derrick Henry, Calvin Ridley, Chris Carson. I'm pretty, pretty hyped right now with my team. So if you if you pay attention to what's about to happen, and I, I like that you talked about Carson because with the absence of Carlos Hyde, um, that's that's just an upward trajectory for Chris Carson because Carlos Hyde was really solid last year, one on the field. Um, 100%. Well, I think you kind of disrespected David Montgomery. The last half of last year, the, <laughs> he was the, like he was like the RB one <laughs> for the second half of last season, and I think that's the David Montgomery we get. Um, that team is healthy. I think Fields takes over, which just heightens the ability for David Montgomery to be that's good. That's tough because Alex just sniped you. Yeah, I, that's what he does, bro. That's just what he does. This is why I, when I saw that he was drafting eight, I was like, ah, shit. So <laughs> so for me right now, not really a wide receiver on the board that I love. I would love for a McLaurin to fall to me at this point. I love Josh Jacobs in the sense of running the ball, but he's not a great half PPR guy or PPR guy. Um, you're not, you're not, you're not high on CD Lamb. I feel like it's uh, it's rare that I I'm, find someone nowadays. I'm high that isn't on CD high. and I'm high on Amari Cooper and I'm high on Robin Woods. Um, for, for Robert Woods, for me, I think I think the pick here is CD. But yeah, I, I, um, that's, that's who I would have went with. Yeah, I think I think the pick here is CD. I 
I love Mike Evans. He's consistent as consistent can be every year. What is he? The first six years of his career, he's got a thousand yards receiving now or something like that. Um, so I love Mike Evans. That receiving course is deep over there. And sometimes that scares me away from certain teams because I think Antonio Brown's going to take another step in that offense. So, and so I, I do want to talk about AB later. I just hope you don't snipe me because <laughs> <laughs> I love to read some AB after just to kind of catch everyone up. After I picked at the 3 4, Justin Jefferson went right after me at the 3 5, McLaurin at the 3 6. We got double bears at the 3 7 and 3 8 with Allen Robinson and David Montgomery. CD Lamb, Justin took. Oh, we got double Cowboys. <laughs> We got CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper going back-to-back at the 3-9 and the 3-10. We now have Hunter up. His team currently is Tyree Kill and Najee Harris. If I know Hunter, I feel like he kind of wants to take Lamar Jackson or something like that. But I don't know. I want, I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to what he would do. The best player on the board for me right now, I don't know. Like, it's got to be a receiver. If, if we're, No, the best player on the board is Waller, bro. For sure. Oh, 100%. You're right. You're right. You're right. I didn't even check tight end. See, I'm I'm the type of guy I'm drafting. I'm not drafting early QB, and I'm not drafting early tight end. Oh, and boom. Look, Darren Waller. Damn, Justice, look at you, my boy. But, bro, but if you get one of the three good tight ends, you immediately have an advantage every week, except for when you play Kelsey and the other guys. So, I mean, Waller, Waller, Kelsey, and Kittle are just levels above any other tight end. I don't, we don't know what Kyle Pitts is going to be. I actually don't trust Kyle Pitts to finish ahead of Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkinson this year. So, ooh, that's 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 kind of a hot take. I feel like y'all come back to that, please. Y'all come back and hear that <laughs> here soon. Okay. All right, so kind of, so we got Darren Waller off the board at the three eleven. Right out, damn, that's crazy. We went double Bears, double Cowboys, double Raiders. <laughs> So we got Darren Waller, and then right after that, at the uh, at the three twelve at the turn, uh, Sean took Josh Jacobs and Kyler Murray. Hunter came back and took James Robinson. I kind of like Hunter's team right now. I think four is early for James Robinson, though. Even with Travis Etienne going yeah, down, yeah. Even with Travis Etienne gone, I think that's early. I mean, his ADP is going to fly through the roof, bro. I just don't still. I still don't know what that looks like. You get Trevor there; they're going to try to experiment with that offense and do other things. I mean, they're literally mixing a college offense and a professional offense. Their coordinator and their and their head coach completely two different guys in terms of their offense and where they're at. I'm on the clock. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> for me, I would have. I would love to have a great quarterback. I'm just not a big fan right now. I've taken a quarterback before round seven, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, tight end is interesting. Like I said, I don't really trust Pitts. Mike Evans is here. Mike Evans is consistent. But I also trust Miles Sanders right now. But I really am hoping that Chase Edmonds slides to me if I do that. Because um, I think it's too early for me to take a guy like Chase Edmonds, although I love the upside of him this year. But I think I lean Mike Evans right here. I think that's a good pick. I I, I like Robert Woods over Mike Evans. I kind of like both, both Rams receivers over Mike Evans. I don't know. I just – I know Brady's going to throw for 40 plus touchdowns and it, they, they're going to be scattered out between Gronk and Mike Evans and Godwin and AB. And, you know, he's going to do a QB sneak for two touchdowns. I just get <laughs> worried about like how, how much the ball has to be spread out in Tampa Bay. And so I don't, and Mike Evans is the, the prototype boomer bus kind of guy. Like he'll give you 51 week and then give you two the next. And so I don't know, but I think CeeDee Lamb is a will be a consistent enough floor wide receiver for you to to deal with the the boomer bust. And you got Devontae. Damn, Mike Evans is your flex. Never mind. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> so if you go to if you go to uh fantasy pros and you look at their rankings, um behind Terry McLaurin, 
Allen Robinson and C.D. Lamb. Uh, Mike Evans falls right in there ahead of Keenan Allen and Chris Godwin and Amari Cooper. I think getting him, I mean, what's his, I don't, what's his ADP, bro? I mean, his ADP is – I drafted him right around his ADP. So, um, to me, I think that that's a good value for the for the place that I picked him at, especially if I'm running with Devontae Adams and C.D. Lamb at this point. Um, now I'm going to lean a heavy running back um, for probably the next two rounds. Uh, I feel like – I, I kind of want to go back to, to the James Robinson thing before I get back on the clock. So – I, I agree with what you said in that, like, Urban Meyer's going to try and come in, run this sick house offense. And really part of the reason why James Robinson was so good last year was pure volume. Like, he right. got the ball so much. Absolutely. <laughs> and I don't think that he's going to have that type of volume. I just I, I just feel like he's got to be top 15, probably top 12. Like, I think he will – I would rather have James Robinson than DeAndre Swift I might also rather have him than J.K. Dobbins. Like I, def- he's definitely in that that Najee Har- that Antonio Gibson, Joe Mixon tier for me. Um, just because I feel like pure volume alone, even though he's not going to get as much as he did last year, he's going to get the third down passing work because they're not getting it to Carlos Hyde. He might lose some early down work to Carlos Hyde, but still, I think he'll get the majority of it. And when we come, when it comes to the goal line, I think they're going to put their best back in for that, and that is James Robinson. So I. Th- I think that's a good pick for where, where Hunter took him. I'd rather have him over Daryl Henderson because when you look at the running backs that went after that, Daryl Henderson and Miles Sanders, like I'd rather have James Robinson than both those guys. So I think that's a good pick. I'm back on the clock now. Huh. I feel like I should have went receive. I should have went running back with my with my two nine because I'd be fine with the guy I'm going to take here as my wide receiver one, and that guy is Robert Woods. I am very, very high on the Rams offense this year. I think they're going to take a next step with Matthew Stafford there. Sean McVay's pissed the fuck off. Like, they want to win a chip. They've got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, and both of those guys are right in their prime. Like, they've got to take advantage of this this time that they have probably the two best defensive players in all of football. So I feel like they they got to win the chip soon, and Robert Woods – Matthew Stafford could be the key to unlocking that offense um, between Woods and Cooper cup is a toss up for me. I would have taken either one, but I'm going to go Robert Woods just cause I feel like he's the more consistent fantasy player. And uh, yeah, I'd be perfectly fine with him as my RB one. Like had I went Derek Henry CEH and then Chris Carson and then took Robert Woods as my one. I'm happy regardless. <laughs> like, Hey bro, real quick though. The bot squad is kind of trash. <laughs> Wait, the bot squad is Chubb, Keenan, Swift, Mark Andrews. Yeah, I'm not scared of them at all. No, I'm not worried about Charles. I'm not worried about them. Let, at all. Now let me talk about who just went. Um, the guy who took the turn at DJ Moore. DJ Moore yardage and usage is ridiculous. If DJ Moore gets in the end zone just four more times, he's a top seven wide receiver in fantasy. So the upside of DJ Moore is ridiculous. I think Darnold is a much better thrower of the football than Teddy two yards. Um <laughs> I hate Teddy, bro. I'm just not a fan. Um, McCaffrey's back. I get that. Oh, Kyler sniped me. That's crazy. He went there. He went there. But I I think that there's a crazy upside to uh, DJ Moore, and I'm really excited that he just went in four. I think I would have taken him if he would have fallen to me as well. So. Nah, that's crazy. I literally, like, was looking at him. My, My mouse was on the button, bro. Like, nah, that's wild. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's whatever. Like, I, we adapt. You hear me? So right now I got Derek Henry, Calvin Ridley, Chris Carson, Robert Woods. What's on my mind? I'm looking at the tight ends. I'm cool waiting. There's a tight end that I want that is not going anywhere remotely soon. 
when I look at running backs, I really don't want any of these guys. I don't want Miles Gaskin or Kareem Hunt, Mike Davis, Chase Edmonds, maybe Javante Williams. I don't want most of it. I don't want. Hey, bro, let Chase at, Edmonds fall to me, bro. When I look at QB, I feel like I can wait on that too. And so receiver is where I'm going to go because I, 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 I'm going to just go. No, nah, not really Tyler Lockett. I don't want that. The Jamar Chase thing, uh, I personally really, 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 out of all the Bengals wide receivers, I want T Higgins the most. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I think the upside with Jamar Chase is so, so, so much higher, but I think the floor with T Higgins is much higher. And so I feel like I would, you, you hear the things about separation and Jamar Chase not separating from, from corners and, and defensive backs and, and, and training camp. I don't want to put too much into that. The man didn't play football for a year and a half. Not only did he not play football, he's now going from the college game damn near two years ago to the NFL game. Like It's going to take time for him to come on, whereas T. Higgins, I think, could start out hot right out the gate and just keep it going. So I'd rather have T. Higgins, but I do admit that I think the upside with Jamar Chase is way higher. My only problem with Jamar Chase is separation. Um, I want to go back real quick to the Miles Gaskin pick by my boy Colton right there. Miles um, Gaskin last year was probably a league winner for a lot of guys, but if you paid attention in preseason, you'd probably notice that they're definitely doing running back by committee. Um, and I, I don't know if the, if they if they played like they did last year, then Gaskin's a RB two, really a high upside RB two, um, and a phenomenal flex. But at, at the way they've shown their offense so far, I don't see him being a great value pick. Um, there are guys I would take above him, and there is actually guys I would take above T. Higgins that you were talking about. Um, I would I would lean Ayuk over T. Higgins. He uh, so there was three guys I was looking. At. I was looking at Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, uh, I I don't. My thing with Brandon Ayuk is we haven't really seen what that 49ers offense looks like with Debo Ayuk and Kittle all on the field at the same time because they were just all never healthy last season. And so I know Ayuk looks like that prototypical wide receiver one build. You have Debo and Camp talking about nobody can guard him. I just get a little bit worried that if I'm spending a fifth round pick on Brandon Ayuk that he could end up busting. Whereas with T Higgins, I feel like there's no shot. He doesn't live up to his ADP or his, like, I feel like he, 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 that floor that he has Brandon Ayuk does not have for me. Right. I mean, I don't know. Jamar, the only, the only thing I'm glad you didn't do is take Jamar Chase. Um, I don't like the way he's looked in preseason. I don't like his separation. And for a line that's built the way that line is to not have separation is a scary issue. So we see Kyle Pitts go off the board at the 508. That is the he is the tight end one, two, three. He's the tight end five off the board, which I I see happening more and more in mocks. People are super high on Kyle Pitts. He's like this generational tight end talent. You know, I see people said that about TJ Hawkinson as well. And we see what TJ Hawkinson's turned into. He's pretty much a monster. The only thing the Lions offense got really between him and DeAndre Swift, the, the only thing the Lions passing attack has is, is TJ Hawkinson. So Kyle Pitts very well could come out gangbusters. It's really just Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, maybe Russell Gage comes on, but I understand the hype of Kyle Pitts. I would just rather wait and take a tight end that a couple tight ends that I'll be much, much happier taking later in the draft than use a fifth round pick on Kyle Pitts. My boy taking my whole clock. That's crazy. (laughs) My fault, my fault, my fault. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Talk your shit, talk your shit. Oh, so right here, I got the choice between Mike Evans and Chase Edmonds. I do have to go running back and there's a clear break um, to me, but after Mike Evans and Chase Edmonds, I mean, Mike Davis and Chase Edmonds, um, for me, I lean Chase Edmonds. I think that he was super productive um, when when he got the opportunities. Kenyon Drake made too much money for them to not give him the ball last year. 
Um, with him out of the way, I'm not afraid of James Conner. I think he'll. I think he may see some some red zone touches, and I get that. But I like Chase Edmonds in the past game. Um, I like Chase Edmonds between the twenties. So uh, do with that what you will. Jalal, Jalal just texted me and said, "I hate my team right now." <laughs> So just for y'all listening, Jalal's team, and, and I might send him a Zoom invite after just to go over what, <laughs> what he was thinking. But right now, Jalal's team, I like his running backs, Elliot and Mixon. Uh, as long as Dak is healthy, I think Zeke is going to be a top seven running back. Like that's You can set that in stone. Mixon is going to get all the volume he can handle. Whether or not his body can handle that is what we will find out, but he's going to get the volume. Uh, Allen Robinson, I, I, I like that start. It's the the next pick is where I feel like it feels to fall off the rails, you know. <laughs> Miles Sanders, I will, I can promise you, there won't be a team I draft that has that man on it. After the disappointment we got last year, and I know he came on later in the season, but listen, I'm not fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, I'm not doing it again. So I'm not <laughs> taking Miles Sanders. Tyler Lockett, I personally like. I don't hate Jalal's team that much, to be honest. Uh, listen. I actually trust Miles Sanders. I think uh, Jalen Hurts is what they need. I think I trust Jalen Hurts in this league uh, in fantasy. All the reports from camp are just ridiculous. Yeah, I like Miles Sanders. I think Hurts is what they need. I think I think Miles Sanders is going to fit right back in. Obviously, the pass catching is not there that you love, but uh, but I think Miles Sanders is an opportunity to be a, a top ten RB this year. So I'm with you. Uh, I. I... They, oh, no, I'm not with you. I've completely lied. I don't think he has upside to be a top 10 RB. I don't. I think Miles Sanders is going to be – I think he'll finish inside the top 20, but, like, what is that really saying? Like, that, it's hard to not finish outside the top 20 when you expect someone who is the starting running back for the Philadelphia Eagles to finish inside the top 20 that has the talent that Miles Sanders has. So I don't think that's saying that much. Um, I just don't think he has the upside for it. I don't think he's going to get the volume to be a top 10 running back. I just, it's just not there for me. After Miles Sanders, Jalal took Tyler Lockett, which, like I said, I don't hate. Then went Kyle Pitts, Justin took Chase Edmonds, Daniel, then took Brandon Ayuk, Hunter took Justin Herbert. So Hunter now has a team of. Tyreek Hill, Najee Harris, everyone knows how much I love that man. Darren Waller, James mm-hmm. Robinson, and Justin Herbert. I think that's pretty solid. Uh, Sean took Stefan Diggs, Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, Kyler Murray, Javante Williams, and he's on the clock currently now at the turn, the 5-6 turn. I don't know if he's going to pick. He might be back, but he might not be. It's like switching from active to inactive, so I'll give him 10 seconds, 9, 8, Seven. Oh, we're gonna do a little countdown and boom. I'm just gonna auto pick it for him. TJ Hawkinson back with Hunter on the clock right now. He is trash at receiver, bro. Just, <laughs> just digs. Yeah, just that's, digs. that's tough. That's tough. I mean, the, the computer is doing him dirty because I'm letting the CPU auto pick for him. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, I mean, they just did him so dirty, bro. No, no receivers is just a shame. Outside of digs, bro. I, this this league is way too deep in receivers for you to have one receiver in the first six rounds. Hundred percent. I think that I think there's so much value at receiver, bro. I Damn, do. Mike Davis went, bro. If he would have fell to me out of that a holiday over here, bro, <laughs> you have no idea. I'm, let me see who I want right now. Let me start scouting. What is my team? So right now my roster is looking. Got my I got T Higgins as my flex. Let me see. Let me take a look at wide receiver. I can't cap to you, my boy. If I'll say it after you pick. I don't want you okay. to. I can't have you sniping me. Okay. Um, there's two people here that I'm really, really high on that receiver. 
running back, I, there's still a lot of guys that I just am not comfortable taking. Like this is the people talk about the there's one guy here, two guys here that I that I really want, but not this early. This is the run, running back dead zone that everyone talks about, and you will not catch me falling into that trap. A quarterback has not been taken. Oh, Hunter took Herbert over Dak Prescott. That's that's a hot take for me. I'd rather have Dak. He was on pace for a monster season before he got injured. We're still worried about the Dak shoulder, though, so I get the security in it. But I would lean Rodgers over anybody who they just drafted. I like my boy Russ. I know you do. Are you a Seahawks fan? We need I, like, I like my boy Russ. You feel me? I think that that new offensive coordinator, my son Shane Waldron, you're going to come up there, switch up the passing attack. We're going to be more versatile. Russ is the – he has the most first-half MVPs of, sure of, of anybody that I've ever seen. He just can never close it out. I think that this might be the year that he wins MVP. Just saying. Another crazy. So, I, I am biased, though. So, so for me right now um, – there's two running backs on the board that I would take. Um, I would look into Damian Harris, and I would look into Zach Moss, just off them being the pure number ones on their team. But you always have to worry about um, James White and the committee guys and Cam Newton getting red zone touches if he ends up being the starter. Who knows with the COVID thing? Um, and then you have Michael Thomas, Jamar Chase, Kenny Galladay, uh, Claypool. I don't trust Kenny Galladay because, you know, it's don't even appeal. Um, so for me, I think the, the easier pick here for a guy that I believe in um, and a guy that I think is uh, going to have a quarterback that I believe in this year and Drew Locke, I'll probably lean Cortland Sutton right here. Ooh. You, uh, you'd rather have Cortland Sutton over Chase Claypool? Hey, actually, I would. I think I think Deontay Johnson and Juju and the way that that, that, that Steelers offense is built, uh, Najee's going to get a lot of touches. Um, uh, uh, Chase is high upside if he's getting the touches, but I think he's going to be spotty, like every three-week kind of guy that just goes off. You put him in your lineup every week, I think you're struggling. I think I can put Cortland in my lineup every week, and he's going to get the targets. It's so not, what, what are they going to do, play through Melvin Gordon, bro? For me in that Broncos wide receiver, I would probably rather have Jerry Judy. I think Jerry Judy might finish as the, 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 the highest Broncos wide receiver when it comes to rankings at the end of the season. Oh, he's got the higher ceiling for sure. I'm playing it safe here. I've got my receivers locked in for the most part. This is a guy that's going to come in and play with me here and there. This is a pick really based on the fact that I think that Damian Harris and or Zach Moss will fall to me. So I got that. So the guys that I want to fall to me, if Jamar Chase gets back to me, I might have to take him. Oh, well, the good thing that won't be happening because Jamar Chase goes with the 6-5. <laughs> so right now, I'm really, really, I really want Chase Claypool to fall to me. I am super high on Chase Claypool. I think we could see a DK Metcalf, like, second half jump. Not second half, but second year, sophomore year jump for Chase Claypool. A guy who's like 6-4, who people thought, was should have been a tight end came into the league set the league on fire got like nine touchdowns and i know that still his offense is packed i know it's packed with Najee, juju i think juju is definitely he struggles with separation especially in man coverage so 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 much whereas whereas i'd say jamar chase whereas chase claypool can really get free get loose outrun receivers catch over receivers like there's really not anything chase claypool can't do so i'm really high on chase claypool i hope well well i'm i'm so glad that jalal heard me talking <laughs> to, through the screen because there goes chase claypool and now we're back to the drawing board i hate this i hate this you're going Man. judy right here bro i'm at the six seven uh, you're going judy right here bro at the six seven, I uh, I might I might you got one receiver right now, bro. 
I have two receivers. I got Calvin Ridley, my boy. Oh, yeah, you do have Calvin Ridley. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Robert Woods. Okay. Yeah, you're good, man. I might. I'm not much of a stack with you. Dak Prescott, you looking at him mighty good to me right now. I think he has QB1 upside. If he's and, healthy. And, and I think he will be. That's the thing. And I told you, I'm not taking a, a QB before round five, but damn. I don't think that, I don't I don't think he can be QB one without the threat of running the ball. If you look at everybody ahead of him, they all can move a little bit and get up and get up too. I think that can move though. Not like not like Mahomes, not like Kyler, not like Josh. And maybe not like he Lamar. might be. I, maybe he might be a little more timid because of his injury. That's such a and how gruesome it was. He might be a little scared to really play and run, but I don't know. I think oh Raheem Mostert. I did not like that pick. Um, here we go. I'm on the clock right now. We got so after uh Justice took Cortland Sutton, we went Jamar Chase literally back to back. Both guys I wanted to fall to me Jamar Chase, Chase Claypool, Kenny Galladay, Raheem Mostert. And now I'm back on the clock. I'm really thinking about Dak Prescott when I look at the running backs. There's a couple of guys, but I think I could take them at the seven four instead of using this pick. I do not want any part of Michael Thomas, I do not want any part of Noah Fant, Dallas Goddard, none of those guys. Looking at receivers. Well, you're going to have to get a part of them eventually. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait, though, my boy. Uh, Jerry Judy stands out to me here, but I don't really want to take him in the sixth. So I think I'm going to – Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith stands out to me, too. Uh, I'm going to take – I'm going to take Dak Prescott. I'm going to take Dak Prescott. I think I think that, that, that my lineup looks pretty damn scary. Dak Prescott, Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods. Like, I potentially have two. Well, Derrick Henry's top five running back. Lock that in. Chris Carson could be top 10. Calvin Ridley's top five could be number one. Robert Woods could should be top 12. T. Higgins has a great floor. And then Dak Prescott is locked for a top five quarterback. It's just whether or not I can break that Lamar, Mahomes, Kyler, Josh Allen threshold. We'll find out. He's a lock for top five quarterback. I think he's a lot. I can't oh. see. I don't. I don't oh. think. I don't think Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. Uh, wait, barring what? barring he gets he doesn't get in. Like if he stays healthy, I think he's a lot. So he's going to outplay Rodgers this year. He was outplaying damn near every quarterback in the oh, league last year when he was. Healthy. I get. I get that. I get that. But the line is back. They're going to put the ball on the ground a little more. I don't think so, my boy. I think what they saw last year. They that's the reason they paid him, bro. They just gave him a bag. They was losing every game. They like it worked. <laughs> they need Dak Prescott, bro. They need they need Dak Prescott more than anyone else on that team. As we saw last year, they're gonna put the ball in his. I'm sure Zeke will get as many touchdowns as he pleases. He'll get the goal line work. I think the the touch the the rushing touchdown upside isn't there with Dak Prescott, but I think when it comes to touchdowns, you look at his receiving core. Might be the best three between them and Tampa Bay. Having C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup—that's one of the three, the three best weapons you could probably have right now. And so after I take Dak, it goes D.J. Chark, Michael Thomas in the sixth. I don't know how much I nope. like that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Russell Wilson. Damn, I like Trey Sermon. Uh, I really do like Trey Sermon. I think he has at second half of the year upside. I think they're going to put Trey Lance and Trey Sermon in there. It's going to be two trays wiling out for the 49ers. Aaron Rodgers goes to the 7-2. Noah Fant goes to the 7-3. I'm back on the clock looking at the running backs. I think I kind of – I don't want Melvin Gordon. I don't want Ronald Jones. And I'm so sorry, Justice, but I'm going to have to take Damian Harris. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, th- I knew he was going to get picked by then eventually, bro. Yeah, I think that's one of the only guys in this tier that I'm okay – that I feel confident – with selecting 
with, with, with a seventh round pick. Damn, Jerry Judy goes right after that. That yo, I'm tight. I'm tight. Bro, I'm uber I'm uber confident in Zach Moss. Are you? RB1, bro. Clear RB1. I don't wait. He's gonna finish as an RB1 or he's the RB1 in Buffalo? He's the RB1 in Buffalo. Ah, <laughs> I don't know, my boy. Devin Singletary get a touchdown every preseason game. I don't care about that. Okay. We're going to see how much the Bills care about that. After I go Damian Harris, Jerry Judy comes off the board. Debo Samuel comes off the board. I would actually probably lean Michael Carter over Zach Moss here if he gets to me. I'm so skeptical. Like, these are all just question marks for me. But I I think with the way quarterbacks are going, I have to go quarterback with my next pick. Although I'd like to wait till round nine, but they going. So, so what quarter, what quarterback here would you want? Like, who are you highest on when we look at who's still left? Uh, probably Brady. Just the just the pure touchdown numbers. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, Brady, and then I would definitely go Stafford, and then Hurts. Probably just the way it's laid out. Um, I think Stafford's gonna be filthy, bro, with with that core. I think he's just gonna be filthy with that team. Um, Hurts, I love the upside of the rushing. Um, I love the way he throws. I, I, I like the way he's looked in preseason. I don't want to say I love the way he throws the ball. Um, you'll definitely see me snatch up Justin Fields towards the end of this draft. Uh, I think that the upside for having him stashed on my bench for when he gets on the field is ridiculous. If Jalen Hurts can be effective as a fantasy quarterback in his rookie year, why would I not think that uh, Justin Fields can be? I think the two best backup quarterbacks in all of fantasy football this year will be Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Like I just yeah. think – whether like I think both of them will end up starting for their respective teams. Jimmy Garoppolo and Andy Dalton can only hold them off for so long. And you you see the rushing upside with both guys. Like I, I'm high on both of them when it comes to fantasy. Uh I but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Cause I know a lot of people want them. Like they're uh, they're the two most obvious quarterback sleepers that you can go. So I think it's gonna be a race. Once we get to like round 10, 11, it's a race for whoever wants to go back up QB. First. Oh, it's my turn. He came to me. Shout out my boy Devontae Smith, a no a clear number one receiver for his team. I'll take him every That's time. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. I'll take I, him every time. I'm also high on Devonta. I I just I I don't know. I, I, I wanted a, a QB and that Prescott, I think this is really, I never see him fall like this low to the six. I always see once there's a run on QBs, he always goes before my pick and I always miss the run. So I figured, let me take Dak Prescott, see how my team turns out. Um, after Devontae Smith, we now have Daniel on the clock. He might take a quarterback because he doesn't have – oh, no, he goes Robbie Anderson. Okay, he goes Robbie Anderson over – yeah, I feel like that's pro- – mm, there's two guys in, in the wide receiver group that I really, Three, really bro. hope – really, really want to fall to me. I really hope they don't go. Between the three of them, if I don't get one – oh, well, there's one of them. Damn, Hunter, Jalen Waddle, I love – bro, I cannot tell you. Jalen Waddle is my eighth-round pick in damn near every mock I do. I love Jalen Waddle this year, bro. I think everyone's looking at Jamar Chase as this rookie wide receiver that's going to come on and just go gangbusters, just come out the gate crazy. What if we're looking at the wrong rookie rookie wide receiver? When we look at both of their receiving cores, you got Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. I would, I think Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins is much more competition for targets than Devontae Parker and Will Fuller. Neither of which can really stay on. Have both have struggled to stay on the field. Jalen Waddle. When we look at Matt Harmon, he does the whole reception perception thing. Um, looking at like receiver separation, he said that 
It's hard to remember a recent prospect who can so easily flip the field, control their speed, and devastate with a stop-start move, all while doing the little things like Waddle does so effortlessly. Like, I think Jalen Waddle has a decent chance to finish above Lamar Chase this year, and you can get him three rounds later. Like, hey, that's you, a you got to auto pick your boy, bro. That's a steal. Oh yeah, my <laughs> son get auto picked, hundred percent. Boom, Juju, and we going Ronald Jones. There, there you go. But no, see, I think. Uh... I think Waddle's – if you go back – if I could read my group message to you all with all my boys that we talk football with, Waddle was my clear number one in this draft as the – not just fantasy, but the, in the draft class as the best receiver. Um, separation speaks at all, buddy. And I think he's Tyree Kill, uh, just remade. Um, so, I don't know, bro. Waddle's got an incredible ceiling. I don't know what the fantasy out, outlook looks like, especially with Tua throwing that thing because Tua is trash. Um, Do you I, – so I, I see, like, that's a lot of people's, uh, like, like worries with Jalen Waddle. And, you know, people are like, oh, Jamar Chase had Joe Burrow. But Tua and Waddle also played together. We're just three years removed from everybody wanting to – and before it was tank for Burrow. It was tank for Tua. Like, he's not – like, he had a – tough rookie year he was injured and he wasn't that bad when he did take over for ryan T- oh, not ryan Tannehill. ryan fitzpatrick fitz magic i think a, a full offseason in that offense built around him behind the center i think is going to be a, a good for his development i think we could i think two was another qb sleeper that could take a big leap this year okay so right now i'm between jalen hurts and ryan Tannehill with the addition of aj not the addition of aj brown the addition of julio jones um, I actually didn't expect Tannehill to be here. I know I've preached on Hurts, but I think I have to lean Tannehill here and go ahead and snatch my quarterback up because I don't think he'll make it to the next round. No, nah, 100%. Ryan Tannehill is one of my favorite um, late – not late round, but kind of sleeper. Like, he's he's one of my favorite sleeper starting QBs. Like I think Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Tua, those are like sleeper backup QBs. But – I think he's one of the best values at the position. He's first about a season and a half now. He's been a solid QB one. They just added Julio Jones. And right now he's a 12 QB off the board. I think last year he was top 10 the year. And for the second half of last season, he was also, I mean, two seasons ago, he's also top 10. Like, like he's shown us that he can sustain in that offense and be a great fantasy player. And so I, I just feel like he's a, he's a boring pick. And so people don't really like to go uh, Ryan Tannehill just because maybe his early struggles in his career still kind of linger with him when it comes to like narrative and stuff. But I think Ryan Tannehill is a great QB pick. So good for you, my boy. I'm trying to find his stats. He's been a demon, bro. No, he was <laughs> a demon. He was a demon last year. For he's sure. been a demon. Bro, so like, pro uh fantasy pros has him at QB nine this year, right ahead of Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, and Matthew Stafford. And you took him at QB one, two, three, 12. four, five, six, and you took him at QB twelve. Like that's a steal, boy. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. 
Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it. Who would you rather have, Ryan Tannehill or Tom Brady? Duh, Brady. I think the touchdown thing is going to be crazy. And Jalal steals. Oh, it's my pick. That's crazy. Jalal steals Antonio Brown for me. That's tough. That's tough, tough, tough. Uh, let's see. Tannehill last year was 3,800 yards and 33 touchdowns and seven picks. Yeah, I'm taking it. <laughs> yep, I'm taking it. 100%. And so now we're in this round. I'm in. I'm, I'm looking at the 8-9 right now. Look at running back. There's nobody here. that I know you're high on Zach Moss. I'm just not. I'm going to go back to receiver. I I don't really like Will Fuller. I don't like Brandon Cooks because who's throwing him the ball? I don't want to have two uh, Bengals wide receivers. And so I'm stuck between Corey Davis and LaVishka Chenault. And I'm going to take Corey Davis because he is the wide receiver one for the Jets right now. Whenever Zach Wilson drops back, he looks prime. Like he looks nowhere else but Corey Davis. I know everyone's been talking about the whole LaVishka Chenault breakout season. That's cool. And Urban Meyer's offense, he's going to be used as a weapon. I get that. If he falls back to me at the 9-4, maybe I'll take him. But I'd rather have how many wide receiver ones can you get in the eighth round? Like how many? Really, realistically, how many wide receiver ones for teams can you get in the eighth round? That's true. I think there's a high upside wide receiver, too, there that people look over. Uh, and if you look at the way that the team is talking about him, the former offensive coordinator for the Saints, now coordinator for the Chargers, to say that they want to use Mike Williams kind of the same way that he used uh, Michael Thomas. Um, and then if you talk to Herbert, Herbert said we just have to make sure we get him the ball. So I think Mike Williams is high upside this year. And I, I think I would, I would lean to Mike Williams if he came to me next. Um, I would also lean Curtis Samuel, bro. I don't care. Nobody says former Panther. Curtis Samuel's just used in a trillion ways. <laughs> So Daniel just texted me. He said, hey, I got every Rams touchdown this year. And so I'm looking at his team. He has Matthew Stafford, who obviously will get all the passing touchdowns. <laughs> he has Daryl Henderson, <laughs> who will primarily be getting the, the running back work. So, yeah, I guess if the Rams offense is hitting, Daniel's having a good season. I'm back on the clock. After I took Corey Davis and went James Conner, Zach Moss, Logan Thomas, Tyler Boyd, Leonard Fournette, A.J. Dillon. And now I'm back here at the 904. 
Damn, LaVisca Chanel looks like a good pick to me here, but I'm scared that my tight end won't make it back to me. And I feel like in typical drafts, you can draft this guy in the 10th round or later, but I know the people I'm drafting with and they know that I like him, so they're going to take him and I refuse to be spoiled. So I'm going to take my tight end, finish out my starting lineup, and I'm going to go with Tyler Higby. I hate you, bro. I love Tyler Higby right now. I mean, I got damn near every touchdown for the Rams too. I got Robert Woods and Tyler Higby. I'm hitting on all cylinders. I think Tyler Higby this season has top five tight end upside. I think he will be... If we maybe I say speculate for seven, eight hundred yards and seven touchdowns, that's very, very good for a tight end. He had, there's a lot of receiving options on that team. If one of Cooper Cup, Robert Woods goes down, like the he's gonna explode. His games without Gerald Everett in the three games he's played without Gerald Everett, he has 26 catches for 334 yards and one touchdown. And that's an average of 111.3 receiving yards per game. That's crazy. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> like Tyler Higby has so much upside this year. And I think you can definitely get him in the 10th round or later. I just know with the guys I'm drafting with, I would have got sniped. <laughs> so, so this, so this turned into a balance league. Uh, I mean, I was a balanced draft. It's definitely become wide receiver heavy for me because I don't see myself going back to running back for a while here. So for me, I was supposed to go RB heavy, right? I was supposed to go RB heavy. And I think I would have gone RB heavy had I taken, had Calvin Ridley not fell to me, but that's just, too crazy of a value for me not to take like Derek Henry and Calvin Ridley. I don't, there's not too much bad. I'm looking at the two, like everyone's top two players. And I really feel like I have the best two Christian McCaffrey and CEH. Nope. Nick Chubb and Keenan Allen. Nope. Dalvin cook and Patrick Mahomes. Maybe Derek Henry and Ridley is sick. Kamara and Kittle is okay. Jonathan Taylor and DK Metcalf. No shot. Ezekiel Elliott and Joe Mixon. No, sir. Saquon and Deandre Hopkins. Eh. A lot of risk there. Devontae and Antonio Gibson, I think you're locked with Devontae. There's some risk that, that comes with Gibson that I don't think comes with Calvin Ridley. Uh, Austin Eckler and Travis Kelsey. Eh? Tyree Kill and Najee Harris. Eh? Stephon Diggs and Aaron Jones is computer drafted, so I'm not giving that to him. So I'm jacking <laughs> that. I got the best I got the best top two in the draft right now. So I was sitting here praising Mike Williams. I'm going to go with the guy I think is the sleeper of all sleepers this year, and I'm going to take uh, – Darn no. That's a great pick, bro. That's a great pick, my boy. I, I had Mooney, Darnell bro. Mooney on my team last year, and Nick Foles was selling him hard. He's open like, all the time, bro. <laughs> like, selling him hard, bro. So, after I took Higby and went Will Fuller, Devin Singletary, Robert Tunyon, Marquez Callaway, the man set the world on fire last night. <laughs> sure did, didn't he? Set the world on fire last night. So he's he's taking at the nine eight. Oh, that's my boy Alex. That's he's a Saints fan, bro. Makes sense. I don't know how I don't know what his ADP is looking like now. Obviously, it's not gonna reflect based on just last night. I think by the time all is said and done, he will be getting picked in his nine ten range type of type of thing. Uh you went Darnell Mooney, then Kenyon Drake, Michael Pittman after that, Brandon Cooks after that. And then at the 10-1, we went David Johnson. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Um yeah, Hunter's back on the clock now. And so I don't, I'm, I'm kind of looking at my team here. Right now, my team is Dak Prescott, Derek Henry, Chris Carson, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby, and T. Higgins. And then off the bench, I've got Damian Harris and Corey Davis. I, I'm in love with that. What's your team looking like, bro? Uh, let's see. Right now, I'm going with Ryan Tannehill, Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds, Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, no tight end, Mike Evans, Cortland Sutton, uh, Devontae Smith, and Darnell Mooney. 
And I'm actually chilling off that. I'll be honest with you. I like that. I like that. I, I wish there was. I wish Sleeper ranked like based on their rankings, like who has the like the the top teams and shit. We could do it after. I was thinking of inviting some guys on to the Zoom to kind of share their thoughts, but I don't want to go too long on this. And we're only in the tenth round right now, so we'll see how that happens. Like how when we end, if we end in like the next 15, 20 minutes, and maybe I'll invite Jalal on. Uh, I'll invite. I know Kyler wants to join, kind of run through his team. Um, maybe I'll invite Daniel and Hunter. I'm not sure. They're not, they've never really been on a podcast before, so I'm not sure they might act up, say some wild shit. So <laughs> I'm gonna just call it a day. You may see if Alex wants to come on, bro. For sure. Um, you're on the clock right now, though, at the 10 4. Oh, Gus, Gus Edwards went. That's crazy. That's why I was gonna pick this round. I love me some Gus Edwards late in the draft. Like I said, he's getting the third, third down work from JK Dobbins. He's a steal. So I'm gonna go with the guy that I think if Zeke's not healthy, he's due to he's due to boom. We'll just go ahead and take Tony Pollard just to get another running back out there. So Tony Pollard, yeah, I think I think that's a good little pick right there. I'm looking at the running backs. There's a there's one guy here that I feel like separates from the rest, and I really feel like I really hope he falls to me. Well, you're not picking. I'm gonna say I think Jamal Williams is probably the best pick left, just because he's the only guy here. Oh, Jamal Williams and Philip Lindsay, we can kind of pencil in for a role in the offense like Latavius Murray apparently might get his spot taken by Devonta Freeman Mattinson's a handcuff uh JD McKissick is a handcuff Gainwell's a handcuff Tevin Coleman's a handcuff like I mean that that backfield's all up in the air I want nothing to do with the Jets backfield but right now the only production that I can pencil in right now is Jamal Williams and Philip Lindsay Philip Lindsay's like the 1A running back for the Houston Texans now what does that mean I don't Ooh, really know David Johnson they in the preseason they're giving Philip Lindsay all the first and second down work. David Johnson, <laughs> an old man, bro. You can't play him in a preseason like that. Hey, man, well, he's he was third on the Jeff death chart, and they asked him about it. He didn't sound like nothing was changing. He sounded discouraged. <laughs> I would like to. I would. I would lean JD McKissick. I don't know, bro. I, I, he was fairly productive last year when he got when he was on the field. He got a lot he, of the receiving touches. He so. was, but I feel like you have to. You can't live on like you have to pick which take you believe in like if you're gonna think that antonio gibson has this cmc upside then you can't think that jd mckissick is worth a 10th round pick oh this is just if if this is all in case antonio gibson is not healthy i'm just saying and so if i'm picking one or the other i i'd bank on antonio gibson being that cmc kind of light guy and just like that, we have Jamal Williams and Philip Lindsay. <laughs> Rondale Moore goes uh, right after you take Tony Tony Pollard uh, from the Cardinals. He's getting a lot of hype in training camp to kind of be that third receiver. He maybe will overtake AJ Green. Who knows? I don't know why they signed AJ Green. He is washed, but it's okay. We'll see what happens. Isabella, bro. And Isabella, Christian Kirk, bro. <laughs> they're, they're stacked. Um. Okay. So who's on the clock now? Your boy Colton. He just took three straight wide receivers. He took Jerry Judy, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller. So he doesn't – oh, he does have a tight end. He does have a QB. He will probably go running back here, I would assume, unless he goes receiver again. Maybe he'll go back up. Yep, he goes Mike Williams. That's a great pick. Oh, LaVishka Chanel is still here? Oh, I've got to take him. Yeah, you got to take him. They're I got to use take, him, too. I got to take Visca. I was going to take him at the 8-9. Yeah, that's that's a steal. LaVishka in the 10th, he very well could have a breakout season in Jacksonville. I didn't Ooh. even peep you got Corey Davis, bro. Yeah, bro. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like running back is so much more important because look at the running backs. We're in the 10th round right now. And look at the running backs here. 
we looking at Latavius Murray, Mattinson, Chubba Hubbard, uh, J.D. McKissick, Kenneth Gainwell, Rashad Penny, Damian Williams, Marlon Mack, like all question mark guys. When I can go to wide receiver and take a, a Marvin Jones, an Elijah Moore, a Michael Gallup, a Henry Ruggs. Hell, give me Rashad Bateman, Jalen Rager. Terrence Marshall, like there's so many, like there's so many good dart throws at wide receiver. Whereas with running back, like once it drops off, it's dead. Bro, if, if this dude falls to me, I'm about to have a party over here, bro. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, you can't tell me because I'm, I'm, I might take him, my boy. Um, I'm going to go wide receiver here. If Michael Gallup falls to me, I'm taking Michael Gallup. Um, Ah, we got one more pick. Don't come on. Don't do me dirty, Kyler. Don't do me dirty. So after I took Lavishka and went Marquise Hollywood Brown, who I think is one of the most overhyped players in the league, just because his cousin is Antonio Brown. Mike Gesicki right after that. Henry Ruggs, Miko Hardman, another one of those overhyped guys. He just hasn't done it. He for three straight seasons now, he has not been able to beat out Demarcus Robinson or Sammy Watkins. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know why people all of a sudden think he's going to be the wide receiver too. Uh, but there we go. Speed does not correlate to being a great football player it just doesn't yes he's fast does that mean he's a great wide receiver still to be seen he's a madden god bro <laughs> yes 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 after miko Armin goes Jalen hurts then trevor lawrence and now i'm back on the clock i'm going michael gallup i know he was absolutely horrible last season especially with dak out he was borderline droppable but this season they really want to mike mccarthy wants to throw him in the slot he's last season he spent all of his time on the outside and when you got ben denucci throwing you the ball and all your routes take a couple seconds to develop down the field you're not going to get the rock but now if you put him in the slot you get dak back i really like i think we're getting michael gallup at a discount because of how bad last season he was last season so i'll gladly take him at the 1104 as my like fifth wide receiver so there's not really much uh much that can go wrong for me there if he's a bust cool i'll drop him he's my fifth wide receiver but if he the upside is there and so i, I really like me some michael gallup uh i love michael gallup the player i just don't know how that's gonna work out for him this year and I, I, it's it's a he's a dart throw for me if he spends a lot of his time in the slot or more of his time in the slot than he did last year i like i like his his potential but if not if he's back on the outside then eh, we'll see what happens Oh man, hey, I, you took Philip Lindsay, right? No, nah, I didn't take Philip Lindsay. I think your man took Philip. Yeah, Luke took Philip Lindsay, number one sleeper on a uh, fantasy football. I'm um, a fantasy he, pros. Is he really? Yep, I'm about to take the number one and number two sleepers for receiver if they fall to me. <laughs> is it Elijah Moore and Marvin Jones? No. Is did I get one of them right? Yes. Is it Elijah Moore? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I knew it. People love this one last more. Is it Terrence Marshall? No, Russell Gage. Ah, Russell Gage. That's a good one. Ah, so someone so your man Luke takes a kicker in the eleventh round. I respect it. Gets Harrison Bucker. I don't um, respect it. <laughs> Harrison Bucker. We got uh, beef, bro. That's crazy. Michael Gallup after him. I took Gallup. Gronk went off the board. Harrison Butker went off the board. Trey Lance, great pick. Trey Lance went off the board. Uh, Xavier Jones, who is the backup for the Rams. That's another good pick. You go Elijah Moore, and now Daniel is on the clock. I don't really know who Daniel's going to take. I have five wide receiver, five wide receivers, so I'm, I'm cool off receiver. 
these running backs are just good God. Good. No, grief. they're done. You don't draft a running back anymore. Good grief. <laughs> like, and I can guarantee you with the roster I have, if, if we, if we went into this league, I'd trade for a running back pretty easily. Actually. Who are your running backs right now? Uh, Chase Edmonds and Antonio Gibson. And I think Chase Edmonds has, has top 12 running back potential this year. So I'm not worried about that one. I'm cool with my top two. Daniel goes, Russell Gage. Um, he can, he can kill himself. There you go. There goes. There goes Russell Gage. Then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go off the board at the eleven uh, eleven. Joe Burrow goes off at the eleven twelve. Irv Smith, one of those tight end sleepers, at the twelve one. Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are twenty ninth in strength of schedule this year. Like the hardest schedule. I ain't no way. Ain't no way I'm touching that defense. I know what defense I want. So I think. A big thing, and this is just a, a quick little nugget, a gem for y'all out there. So when it comes to strength of schedule uh, with running backs this year, the Steelers and the Colts have the two best running back strength of schedules. And it's very likely that you could end up with Najee Harris and Jonathan Taylor. And it's that could very well mean that you have two top 10 running backs, maybe a top five and a top 10 running back. Like that is a, a pairing that I would be cool with. Obviously, there's risk, risk there with Jonathan Taylor. You have Naeem Hines, you have Jordan Wilkins, you have Marlon Mack. I get it. I get before week 10, he was absolute dog shit. But after week 10, he was really, really good. And he proved that he is a top caliber, a very high caliber running back in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Najee Harris, I've explained it time and time again, I truly, truly think he's going to be a top five running back this year of volume alone. If he gets 300 touches, which is very likely for him to get 300 touches, he's going to get the passing, passing the running back work i know that their o-line is trash but who cares david montgomery's o-line was trash last year james robinson was on the worst team in the league last year's o-line was trash both finished as top five top 10 i mean as top 12 running backs hold on and saquon's line was trash and he got murdered it was but his line has been trash for a long time remember he was the rb1 <laughs> like hey, I, hey, hey, hey i said i was gonna do it i gotta do it justin fields great pick great pick right before so you went, uh, so Burrow went off the board, and then Irv Smith, Jalen Rager, and at the 12 2, Ramondre Stevenson, who has risen his stock in this preseason. Marvin Jones is still here, bro. Take and him. I, I have five receivers, I have six. Justin Fields went at the 12 4, Hunter Henry went at the 12 5. Right now, Jalal is on the clock at the 12 6. I don't know what Jalal's gonna take, I truly don't. He's a wild card. I can't um, make a guess. Yeah, he did it, my he boy. He took Marvin Jones, as yeah, he should. Now I don't have to feel pressure to take him because I just I just couldn't. Well, Football now you got to feel pressure to take Rashad Bateman. What are you talking about? I can't take another receiver, bro. I'm going to take a backup QB. Like, uh, Tua. I likes me some Tua, bro. I likes no, me do some not Tua. do that, bro. I also likes me some Baker. Why don't you just go to Sean in case he plays? I could, but I doubt he's going to play, like, no one's going to, they're not going to throw him out there. This, they just won't. That's just not happening. All right. I'm going to take a backup tight end, actually. Adam Trout is my guy, but with that whole ankle injury, I'm not feeling it right now. So I'm going to go John New Smith, who people absolutely <laughs> just forgot about. I likes me some John New Smith. Keep sniping me, bro. Do I? I'm so sorry, bro. That breaks my heart. John o. Smith, he was the the Titans did not use him right last year. And this Patriots offense, Cam Newton likes to throw to the to the tight end. And John o. Smith, they signed him for a reason. I know they also signed Hunter Henry, but I'm going John New here. And you could take Hunter Henry as well. Did he get taken already? Yeah. 
Oh, did he? I would much rather have John Smith than Hunter Henry. I can tell you right now who I'm going to take. Who do you think it's going to be? Who do you think I'm going to take a tight end? Tight end. I think you take Gerald Everett. Nah, Tim Tebow. No, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I'll probably go Cole Komet. I'm not going to hold you. Cole Komet's another good one. I think Gerald Everett's another good one. You can The same argument I gave for Tyler Higby applies to, to Gerald Everett damn near. If Evan Ooh. Ingram's if Evan Ingram's been in the lab, in the lab then uh, I'd take him. But I don't know if he's been in the lab. <laughs> After I took John Newman, the Rams defense, the Steelers defense, Alexander Madison, Terrence Marshall, Rashad Bateman. I love the Terrence Marshall pick. The Terrence Marshall hype is just at all new levels. Because the Panthers Panthers draft as well as anybody. Go look at our draft, please. T.Y. Hilton goes off the board next. Uh, As my backup QB, I'm going to go Tua. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) People hate on Tua. Am I about to come out and go crazy? He got a year of learning under Fitz Magic himself, my boy. Oh, dear gosh. <laughs> so he said I somehow still have stock in T.Y. Hilton. I don't blame you. T.Y. was pretty good at the end of last year. So I took two at the, the 13 or four. There's only 14 rounds in this draft, which means I won't end up. I'm not drafting a, a kicker or a defense. Like, you guys can – if you're listening to this and you want kicker or defense advice, just <laughs> like – There's only 14 rounds? Yeah, I, I wasn't trying to make it too long. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm just going to go uh... – tight end and then defense y'all ain't gonna see me draft my kicker here yeah i don't the kicker regardless your kicker should be your last round if you want to take an early defense that's cool but i'd much rather stream defenses like that's what i would rather do just play the matchups with defenses i wonder if my defense is still here bro the difference the difference between the the kicker one last year and the kicker 20 was probably like 10 points like (laughs) i'm going evan ingram bro i can't help it the upside (laughs) i can't help it the athleticism hopefully he can just catch the ball I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he's had some 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 upside problems for a while now. He just I, hasn't I, been able to live up to that potential. Look, there's always a tight end and a running backs to pick up off the waiver wires after after week one. So you're not wrong. And this think, is why. And this is why you should take week one. I always try to take week one. I think the hardest thing to find on the the the, the waiver is wide receiver production. Yep. But tight end running back, you can find. I'm gonna. I almost guarantee you, I will tank week one so I can get that number one spot on the waivers. That's honestly good. I I just take too much pride to just lose. <laughs> so nah, whatever. It might be immoral. I don't care. Boom. Auto. Justin Fields is starting week one for me. <laughs> this kid. And so we are rounding out the last round of the draft after I took Tua when Young Hoku. Um, Randall Cobb, the Baltimore Ravens defense at the 13-7. The 13-8 was Devontae Parker. Justin took Evan Ingram at the 13-9. Brian Edwards at the 13-10. Justin Tucker at the 13-11. The Bills and Ryan Suckup at the uh, 12, at the 13-14 turn. Bro. Oh, Jesus Christ, Daniel. Uh, this is, I'm, I'm drafting the number one defense, by the way. Ja- okay. Jared Cook went, and then Daniel took Andrew joking. Luck. Justice takes the Denver Broncos at the 14-4. Please tell me why. Why are they number the number one? one have you seen that defense, bro? Corners is locked down. Von Miller's back. I just like the way that team looks. I'm excited about them. They're going to be the number one defense. Hold me to it. And they're, and if you look at that whole roster, they are literally a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. So hold me. Hey, to maybe it. Drew Locke takes that next step. You feel me? If he's filthy, he's filthy. But maybe maybe they put Teddy Bridge in there. God no. <laughs> For the sake of your franchise, don't ever put Teddy Bridgewater in there. Boom. 
Okay, so we're at the 14-6 now. Jalal's back on the clock. He takes Tyler Bass as his kicker. Luke is on the clock now. <laughs> Daniel said Andrew Luck's going to come back to save the day. <laughs> Trust. Yo, Zach Wilson goes at the 14-7. The 49ers defense goes at the 14-8. I'm going to go ahead and take Tevin Coleman at the 14-9 just because who knows what's going to happen in that Jets offense between Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman. Like we, I could very well see Tevin Coleman running away with the job. Who knows? Michael Carter's unproven. Tevin Coleman is somewhat proven. So I'd, I'll take a dart throw on him in the 14th round. And so to round out the last three picks of the draft, we have Kyler, Abbott, and uh, Spencer. Here we go. Uh, the 14 10. Come on, Kyle. He just took T.Y. Hilton. His last three picks were the was Ter- Terrence, Terrence, Jesus Christ, Trevor Lawrence, the LA Rams, and T.Y. Hilton. And then at the 14 10, he's taking his sweet, sweet time. Um, outside of that, Daniel said the real put the real pick should have been Danny D for rushing upside. <laughs> <laughs> So we go Jason Sanders, Mason Crosby, and then Spencer ends out the draft with, let's see. Let me just type in nice. I'll appreciate all of y'all message. Boom. Uh, Should I say like, there's got to be some sentimental stuff. Appreciate all y'all for doing this. What do I say after that? Uh, As always, run it up. (laughs) Pod should be out tomorrow. Yeah, I want to hear us criticize your picks. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to go through the teams now, right after Spencer's taking the longest time in the fucking world to pick the last, to pick Mr. Irrelevant. Come on, buddy. All right, maybe he just left, so I'm just going to auto-pick for him. Ends out the draft. Last pick of the draft is the New England Patriots defense. And so, boom, there we have it. I will take a screenshot of the entire thing and put it on the Run It Up podcast Twitter. But we're going to go through the teams right now. We can start with ours. Um, Justice, you want to start with yours, bro? Uh, you go ahead, bro. All right. So I was picking from the 1-4. I went Derek. This is the order one of, of which I went, and then I'll kind of give my lineup. I went Derek Henry in the first, Calvin Ridley in the second, Chris Carson, Robert Woods, T. Higgins, Dak Prescott, Damian Harris, Corey Davis, Tyler Higby, LaVishka Chenault, Michael Gallup, Jonu Smith, Tua Tagovailoa, and Tevin Coleman. Now, when we look at my lineup, it's Dak Prescott, Derek Henry, and Chris Carson. The running backs, I think, are top-notch. I obviously don't have, like, Ezekiel Elliott and Joe Mixon. I think they have more upside than Derek Henry and Chris Carson. But I think my, I think I'm top six. Like, I'm beating out at least half of the league in running backs. I think I'm beating out at least half of the league in quarterback. When it comes to receivers, Calvin Ridley and Robert Woods, I might have the best receiving core in the league. I'm being honest with you. Nah, DK and Terry McLaurin is pretty sick. Um, yeah, DK Terry McLaurin is pretty sick. Dev- Devontae CD is pretty sick. But I think we definitely have top three. Uh, Tyler Higby, I love the upside. I've already explained that to y'all. And T. Higgins is my flex. I think that's as good as you can get. And then I can interchange T. Higgins with Damian Harris, Corey Davis, LaVishka, if he breaks out, Michael Gallup, if he has a bounce back here, John o. Smith is my backup tight end. Like, I personally love this team. I think I think this. Th- there's not many more picks where I think I would have been like, damn, I should have taken him instead. What about you, bro? Um. I don't know. I, I think if I could go back, I mean, Nick Chubb going to really kill my draft because um, I would not have leaned Devontae Adams because I do expect Chubb to fall to that seven to nine range. I would lean I would lean Chubb, but to get Devontae Adams, I'm happy with. Um, I think the only receiver who could give him a press for that number one spot is Tyreek um, and Ridley. 
and maybe Diggs. But with, I mean, Devontae Hilty is a locked top four receiver. Uh, I think CeeDee Lamb has top 10 potential. I think Mike Evans has top 10 potential. I'm really happy with my receivers. Cortland Sutland, Devontae Smith, Mooney, and Elijah Moore off the bench. I think my receiver depth is crazy. It gives me some flexibility to be able to trade later in the season if guys pop off like they could, like a Mooney or a Devontae Smith um, or even an Elijah Moore. Tannehill, I'm super happy with where I got him at. Uh, we know how I feel about Antonio Gibson. Uh, I literally would have gone uh, Chubb and then Ridley had it worked out the way I'd love for it to work out. But, you know, things don't always go as planned. <laughs> uh, but Chase Edmonds, I'm so cool with, bro. I, I'm telling you all, James Conner is no threat to his role. He's not Kenyon Drake. They didn't put a boat ton of, boatload of money into, into James Conner. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, Kenyon made way too much money, bro, for them to not give him carries last year. But Chase I don't know like, how they're going to use him. I don't know what's going to happen in that backfield. I don't know if they're going to use him in that Kenyon Drake role. When we talk about like the James Conner thing, I don't know if we're going to use if they're going to use James Conner in that Kenyon Drake role. I don't know what's going to happen in that Cardinals backfield. I believe I have far and away the best receiving core uh, in the draft. So. I mean, so I ended up going wide receiver heavy. Uh, do I think that this is a league winner? Probably not. If I had to pick somebody to win, Dak, Derek, and Calvin and Robert Woods is just freaky with it. But yeah, um, sir, you know my body, bro. I don't love. <laughs> I don't love the T Higgins pick. Um, Yo, what you mean? So who who would you have taken over him? I'd have to go back and see who was there. Let me go back to that round and see who went after him. So you took T. Higgins, Gaskin, Kareem Hunt. Tyler you would have taken Ayuk, right? You would have taken. Yeah, Iuke. I would have taken Ayuk, and yeah, Ayuk is probably the only guy I would have taken over him right there. There's a chance I lean Kenny Galladay, but I just don't trust Danny Dimes at all. Yeah, I don't trust that offense. I don't trust Kenny Galladay to stay healthy. None of that. So, um, for me, you you sniped me at tight end twice uh, with Higby and then Johnu. <laughs> so you took both of my starters, and then you put one of them on your bench. <laughs> um, so that's all right. You do what you do. Uh, the worst team is Colton. <laughs> wait, wait, let me see. Lamar, Lamar, Kamara, which is deadly. Miles Gaston, who I don't think will be great. Jefferson, Judy, Kittle, Mostert. Oh, yeah, his, his team, his team is cheeks. The, so the his, bench is just bad, bro. So if we had to, so let's go through and kind of give grades, right? So we'll, Bet, we'll, we'll start. We'll start at start at me, and then we'll go. I'll tell you who we're going to. All right. So with you, your lineup is looking like. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Gibson Edmonds, Devontae, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans at flex is crazy. And then who's your tight end? Evan, Ing Evan Ingram's your starting tight end? But you sniped me twice, bro. Oh, Don't do that to me. That's a little tough, my boy. I'd probably get – so you're definitely weak at tight end. I think you're strong at receiver when it comes to what Sutton could be, what Devonta Smith could be, what Darnell Mooney could be, what Elijah Moore could be. And I think you have a great floor with Devontae and CD already as your wide receivers. I think you have great ups. Uh, your running back two for me gets a little shaky because I think Chase Edmonds – I don't know what they're going to do in that backfield. Why did they sign James Conner? If he, if Chase Edmonds has the same role he had last year, I don't know if he's RB2 worthy. Um, I think Ryan Tannehill's a steal for you. And then the Evan Ingram thing is a little bit tough. I'd probably give you a B. I'd probably give you a B. I give it a solid 80, 84 out of 84 out of 100. A All solid right. 84. Um, so now we're going to move over to Fantasy Goat. Fantasy Goat, my boy Spencer. So Spencer went Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey. Um, 
CEH, um, AJ Brown, DJ Moore, who I don't love at wide receiver two. I think he's more of a flex receiver in my eyes. Um, Logan Thomas, who I actually love. <coughs> I think he Thick- could lead tight ends and targets this year, Logan Thomas. Yeah, he could. Um, I don't know, Kelsey, bro. Adam Thielen. Ah, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and Waller. I mean, it's just tough. Um, Adam Thielen, I don't love at all this year. Um, there's a flurry of receivers I think I would take before I took him. Uh, didn't draft a kickers. So that's whatever. Don't care. Patriots defense, whatever. Trey Sermon's high upside. Tyler Boyd is bleh. I don't really care. Henry Ruggs, I just don't believe in at this point. He drafted a Madden team. Ruggs and McCall Hardman are out there. <laughs> and Terrence Marshall. He drafted a whole bunch of speed. Um, Terrence Marshall, even if he ends up being as good as advertised, is still our wide receiver three. So I don't know if he even has a place on a roster. But to walk away with McCaffrey, uh, Russell Wilson, and A.J. Brown, I mean – you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of. So I think he's good at running back. I I think CH if healthy is a locked in good running back too. like I think he's a high end RB two, maybe low end RB one. Obviously, CMC probably the best player fantasy. Right. So I think he's good at running back. His wide receivers scare me just because AJ Brown has always scared me, even though he's produced. I don't know why I can't explain it. It's just something about me and AJ Brown. We don't get along, but he should be a wide receiver one. I know you don't like DJ Moore. I like DJ Moore as a wide receiver Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do that to me. I'm a Panthers fan. I love DJ Moore. He just got to get the touchdowns to be a legit wide receiver too. I think that they will come. I I think the Terrence Marshall hype is a little bit over, over exaggerated. So I think DJ Moore is a good wide receiver too. I think his flex gets a little tough between Adam Thielen and Trey Sermon. Uh, Trey Sermon might not have the value that we think he has until way later in the season. He could be a league winner later in the year, but that won't be until later in the year. Adam Thielen, I don't know. Uh, he had a very, very touchdown-dependent season last year, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if he can. I, I think some regression is coming with Adam Thielen. Russ, you're, Russ, you already know. I think he's a top five QB, uh, top six QB. I think he has MVP upside, though. You feel me? Logan Thomas, I like it. Tyler Boyd, I think you get a piece of that Bengals passing attack, so that's cool. Henry Ruggs, I think the upside is there. Nicole Hardman, people love him. I just don't. Mattinson, if Cook goes down, you got you got a high in RB2. Terrence Marshall, the hype is there. And then the Patriots defense. I'd give Spencer a solid B+. I'd give Spencer a B+. Yo, his team is better than mine? I think his team is better than yours. Oh, Yo, yeah. you crazy. What do you mean, bro? You're, you're tight end is Evan Ingram, bro. <laughs> bro, you're tight end is Evan Ingram. You snipe me twice. Don't do me like that. <laughs> Don't do me like that. I'm gonna hit the waiver wire hard in week one. <laughs> I bet. All right, so when you get a better tight end, then you should be ahead of him. But you're my not- receivers is dotying on his. All right, but your your RB two is Chase Edmonds, and his is CEH. Just because you don't trust Chase Edmonds, don't mean don't mean I don't trust Chase Edmonds. <laughs> okay, but if it's my grade, then yes, it does. <laughs> I hate your grade. All right, moving on. Uh, slot two. Uh, that's the computer, so we're not even giving him a grade. All we're right, not, we're not giving the bot a grade. <laughs> All right, well, I'm moving on to Kyler. Oh God, Kyler. Kyler, so he went Dalvin at three, right? So, because the computer took Nick Chubb, like, at two, whatever. So, Dalvin at three, he took Pat Mahomes at in the second round. Gross. J.K. Dobbins in the third. Gross. Julio in the fourth. Gross. Deontay in the fifth. Love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, I love, I love Deontay. DJ Chark in the sixth. 
Gross. Noah Fant in the seventh. I like Noah Fant. Uh, James Conner in the eighth. Gross. AJ Dillon in the ninth. Gross. Marquise, <laughs> Marquise Brown in the tenth. Gross. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence in the eleventh. Whatever. He's going to get sacked a hundred times. And then Rams, T.Y. Hilton, Jason Sanders. All right. So when it comes to Kyler's team, I like his running backs. I, I, I you obviously have Mahomes. Like he's going to be a top two, top three, if not the QB one. So he's locked in. He's got a positional advantage at damn near every week when it comes to QB. Mm-hmm. When it comes to running back, he's got a positional advantage at RB one, damn near every week at RB two. I'm personally low on J.K. Dobbins. I, I know a, a lot of people aren't, and I'm not low on him as in like he won't be a top 18 running back. Like he will be. He has top 12 upside. I just don't know if he'll get there. I think Gus Edwards is going to take way more work than people are expecting. He could have taken a great receiver at round three, pick three. And so with his running backs being Dalvin and J.K., his receiver, Julio is your wide receiver one. I think that's tough. I think off people might be drafting Julio off name value alone. But I don't know. I've got to see it from Julio in that offense. And I get he's produced with Calvin Ridley next to him. So he should be able to produce with A.J. Brown next to him. But I got to see it to believe it. Matt Ryan likes to air that thing out. The same cannot be said about Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. They like to run the rock. If he would have went back and he would have taken Justin Jefferson or McLaurin right there instead of uh, J.K., I would have rocked with him. And then uh, I, I would lean David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs over J.K. Dobbins this year. I would lean J.K. over Josh Jacobs. I'd probably take Montgomery over J.K. Dobbins, though. Deontay Johnson in the fifth is an absolute perfect pick. Like, literally sniped me one pick before. So, shout out to you, Kyler. I love that pick. Uh, he went three back-to-back-to-back receivers. D.J. Chark, I'm iffy on just because I don't know what Trevor Lawrence has in the tank. I don't know what that passing attack is even going to look like. Um, so, his receiver, so his team is Pat Mahomes, Cook and Dobbins, Julio Deontay, Chark at flex, Noah Fant at tight end. Uh, I'd probably give him – I gave you a B. I gave Spencer a B plus. I'd probably give Kyler, uh, I want to say C plus, B minus. I'm going to smooth 75 on him. I'd probably give him a B minus. i give him a B minus. Because I like I like the I like the the the, the Cook Mahomes stack. I like, and I oh, like yeah. Deontay Johnson. So all right, now we're going to you. I think I got an A plus my boy. I got the best team in the draft. <laughs> I do an bro. A plus though? I don't let me talk through it. Let me talk through it. Let me let me sit here and think. I don't think that there's a pick that I would have taken back. So I'm giving myself an A plus. I think I got the best team in the draft, dead ass. Okay. So Dak, uh QB one potential. I think he finishes QB six to six to uh, four to seven, probably. Um, Derrick Henry. We all know what Derrick Henry does. I, I'm interested to see what that offense looks like. I think they're still run first. You can't not be when you have a guy like Derrick Henry out there. Uh, Chris Carson didn't have a lot of competition in the backfield. I love that. We both know how high we are on Ridley. Um, Robert Woods. I love Higby. I'm absolutely obsessed with. I told you I don't love the T. Higgins choice, but I get it. He's I think he is wide receiver one on that team, and he produced last year. I had him. I love T. Higgins, the player. I just don't know what it looks like this year with Jamar Chase out there. Um, Damian Harris, I'm obsessed with. I'm a huge – he's from Kentucky, so I'm a huge Damian Harris guy. 
Um, Corey Davis, I'm obsessed with. I can't believe you got that in, at 8-9. Chenault uh, at 10-9 <laughs> is just stupid value. Um, Michael Gallup is whatever. Uh, John U is a phenomenal backup to me. If if they use him the way I think they will, you know how Cam is with his tight ends. And then two is just disgusting. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> uh, but if I had to give you a, a grade, it'd be a smooth a smooth A. I don't know if I could go A plus, but All right, I'll, I'll take a. the A, my boy. I'll take the A. I'll take the A for sure. I gave myself an A plus, but maybe I should be a little bit more humble. Sure, I'll give myself an A. Whatever. Okay. Now we're moving on to Colton, bro. And this and this is where it's it. All right, Lamar, I love. I absolutely love Lamar, but I think he's the QB five to eight. So, really, uh, who, would, who who would you take over Lamar? Uh, fantasy wise, I would take Mahomes, Josh Allen, probably Dak. I would. All right, let me let me start over. Mahomes, Josh Allen. I would take Kyler over him, and I would take Rodgers over him, and I'd probably take Wilson over him. So the only QBs I take over Lamar or are Mahomes. I can't even talk. Murmur, are Mahomes, uh, Kyler, and Josh Allen. And I might put Lamar over Josh Allen. I'm I'm higher. I think a lot of people, Lamar had an offseason in comparison to his MVP year. And so I think a lot of people are like, eh, maybe cooling off on Lamar. But I think he's going to come back strong, to be honest. I love Lamar, bro. I think he's phenomenal. I just, I'm, I've told, I think, Jalal this weird, weird feeling. I think Ravens win a Super Bowl this year. I wouldn't be surprised. I think Ravens win a Super Bowl this year. I wouldn't um, be surprised if the Browns win a Super Bowl either. Just me saying. Me I love the Browns roster, um, top to bottom. All right, so Lamar, Alvin Kamara, who is phenomenal. Uh, Miles Gaskin cannot be your RB2. Um, Justin Jefferson, your wide receiver one, I'm cool with. Jerry Judy cannot be your wide receiver two. Uh, George Kittle is a phenomenal pick. I don't know if I like him at 2-8. Actually, yeah, I think I do. Ah, I don't know. So my, 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 thing, my thing with Colin is I don't think that you can go – early round tight end and then go early round quarterback. I think you have to go one or the other. I think if he was going to take Kittle at two, he could, he should have taken a running back or a wide receiver at the four, eight, and then just taken a late quarterback. Anybody who passed on Calvin Ridley passed uh, me. I can't, I can't support you. And, or if he was going to take Lamar at four, he should have taken Calvin Ridley at, at the two, eight. Like, I don't think you can go both. And so right. that's where I feel like the depth that his team gets a little shaky. Cause when you look at his roster, he has Lamar, you have the positional advantage over probably half the league. When you get Kittle, you have the positional advantage over everyone, but probably two teams. And then Kamara and Gaskin, you're probably losing that running back battle. Most of the time he's losing that running back battle to me, bro. Yeah, he's losing it to me too. You have Justin Jefferson and Jerry Judy. You're probably losing the receiver battle nine times out of ten. Your flex battle. If I'm throwing out T. Higgins and you're throwing out Raheem Moster, or <laughs> if I'm throwing out Mike Evans and you're throwing out Raheem Moster. Like I, I that's where I'm not. He tried to pick it up later. Like I like the Mike Williams pick. I like the Baker pick for backup. Uh, Gronk, I'm not too high on. Will Fuller, I think, has the upside if he can stay healthy. I'm just, I would rather have Jalen Waddle. Um, so you yeah. didn't even, you didn't even take into consideration my Justin Fields pick, bro. No, nah, that's a great pick, my boy. Did we? Did I give you a grade already? I gave you a B. Nah, I gave, yeah. I gave you a B. That's a, that's a, that's a high grade, my boy. That's the second, that's the third highest grade so far. We graded four teams. <laughs> that's hey. So what's that say about? <laughs> that, that, that's some. It needs to be not last, bro. Colin. 
Cohen, I'm gonna, what did I what did I just give Kyler? I gave him a B minus. I'm gonna give Cohen a C. I'm gonna give Cohen yeah. a C. I I think he's worse than uh, than Kyler, so I would say Colton falls to a little a smooth seventy, like a C minus. I'm being dead serious. I think that's a last pay, last place team. Yeah, I, I'd give I'd give Colton a C for sure. Uh, now we're moving on to Luke. Um, that's my boy Luke. He's a Colts fan, so I'm happy he went Jonathan Taylor. I do. I love his team. Oh my gosh, I love his team. Well, I don't love the bench. Um, I like his first four picks. After that, he loses me. So Josh Allen, I'm obsessed with. I think he's phenomenal. Jonathan Taylor is going to be great. Strength of schedule is is in his favor. It's a great offensive line to be behind. I think they still play. I think they play through him. Uh, unless Carson Wentz does something, you know, rejuvenates his career. Um, Kareem Hunt, I, I think it's hard to have a, a a second guy, a guy who's the number two, a clear number two as your as your RB two. That's exactly but what I was going to say. I think Kareem Hunt's a high end flex. I don't think he's. I think he's an extremely low end RB two. Um, but I love DK. I love Terry McLaurin. Both both guys are. I think both guys are top five receiver candidates. Um, I think with Kareem Hunt last year. In the games that Nick Chubb was there, I think his value got ballooned because obviously Nick Chubb missed time. He was the RB, like he was the RB one for the Browns. Mm-hmm. In the games that Nick Chubb played, Kareem Hunt was getting a lot of the goal line work, but I think a lot of his his val his his production during those games Nick Chubb Nick Chubb played got inflated by the fact that he just got so many touchdowns. Like yep. he got so many touchdowns when in the games that Nick Chubb was there, and so I think that that regresses kind of back to the mean, and you you we kind of see. Kareem Hunt middle out in that that high that low end RB two range, bro. I love the DK and Terry pairing, bro. I'm just I love that. that. I love that. I wouldn't uh, have taken DK or Ridley, but I love that. No, I wouldn't either. But I I still love those two. I love Dallas Goddard. I really do. I think Hertz is going to use him a lot. Um, Kenny Galladay's a bleh. Butker he took pretty early. Football team he took pretty early. Um, Debo, Singletary, Philip Lindsay, Randall Cobb. I don't understand a Randall Cobb pick anywhere. Um, yeah, me either, me either. But I, I think there were still receivers up. on the board. I would have taken over Randall Cobb. I think his team is. I think his team is better than mine, though. Uh, I think Josh Allen is QB. You have positional advantage over per most of the teams. Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, RB two shaky. DK Terry is sick. DK Terry might be the best receiver core in the league. Like the top, best top two in the league. Um, and then, you, uh, yeah, I, I like his team. I don't like his flexes. I don't like Galladay. I don't like Kareem Hunt. I don't like Debo. Dallas Goddard, I don't like because Zach Ertz is still there. Devin Singletary, I'm iffy on. Philip Lindsay, I, I do like. I'd probably give him a C plus. I'd probably give Luke a C plus. I think your I, team is better. I, th- I think. Kareem Hunt's the only thing holding me back. Kareem Hunt and Kenny Galladay, the only things holding me back. So I think I would, I think I'd actually agree with you. I think my team is better. Uh, so he's probably a C plus for me. Actually, 80. I'll give him, I'll get to put him in the B range. Um, moving on to J, MS 45. I don't that's know that's that Jalal. That's Jalal. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> um, Trey Lance is this QB. I mean, if he plays, which he will inevitably get on the field, but I don't know when that'll be. So that's risky to have as your QB one. I think he's a guy that you that you stash. Um, Zeke and Mixon. I mean, taking Mixon over Ridley just too disappointing to me. After you take Zeke in round one, 
Um, I like Allen Robinson. I really do. As long as Fields is the one throwing him the ball. Tyler Lockett is your wide receiver too. It's scary to me. I like Miles Sanders though. I really, I know you don't, I do. So Zeke makes and a Miles Sanders. That's probably the three best running back core we've seen so far in the draft. Um, so I'd probably chase Claypool off the bench. We like Melvin Gordon's interesting. I love Antonio Brown off the bench, bro. Jalal actually had himself a little draft, bro. Outside I, of I actually think Hunter might have the best the best running back core with Najee, James Robinson, and Mike Davis. We didn't get there yet, bro. Let me, God, you didn't give me a chance. Uh, uh, actually, Zeke and Mixon is better than Najee and Robinson, and then the difference between that overtakes Sanders and, and Mike Davis. So, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Jalal's got the best running back core in the league for sure. And I think that's an extremely valuable position to be great at with a not-so-deep running back class. So shout-out to Jalaw, who texted me and said he hates his draft, but I kind of like it. He texted me and said he hated it, too. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like it, bro. I don't I don't love the Trey Lance pick, but, I mean, you get your starting quarterback at 11, and you just got to hope he plays, right? So. Oh, I mean, it's his starter, Trey Lance? Damn, yeah. that's tough. That's tough. That could lose you weeks, though. Like, if we're talking fantasy, like, if there's a there's a chance Trey Lance puts up, like, five points in week one. Like, if he doesn't see the field week one, like, who who do you – who's your quarterback? <laughs> like, yeah, I you, guess – You're just waiver – you're just waiver wire in that week. That's tough. That's that's tough for me. Like, I would have rather taken a quarterback than going Melvin Gordon. Like, Melvin Gordon is not doing anything for me. No, nah, me either. Uh, if, if I had a grade Jalal's, I actually do like his team. I, dude, the Trey Lance thing, if it wasn't for Trey Lance, I would like his team more than mine. But because like, of I, Trey Lance, I don't. If he would have taken Ryan Tannehill where he took Melvin Gordon, Jalal's team would have been very, very good. Oh, my gosh. This team, I think he would have had one of the two best teams in the league at that point. Yeah. He, he, he fucked up right there. Had he taken Ryan Tannehill where he took Melvin Gordon, he would have been good because he didn't even need Melvin Gordon. Like, Melvin Gordon, like, he had three running backs. He had three receivers. And then he took a B. Had he taken Ryan Tannehill, his team would have been sick. I think he could have taken Brady or Stafford at where Claypool went. I I like Chase Claypool, so I I would rather have. I would I wouldn't trade Claypool for Brady or Stafford. I would trade Ryan Tannehill for Melvin Gordon. Yeah, hundred percent. I would trade. I would trade Claypool for Brady or Stafford. But I I can't. I love the upside with him. So for Jalal with Zeke Mixon, Allen. So his team is. Trey Lance, Zeke Mixon, Allen Robinson, Tyler Lockett, Chase Claypool in the flex, Tanyan, he's he's a he's a Packers fan, so we knew knew that was coming. Tanyan at, at tight end, and then Trey Lance, uh, ugh, that's tough. The Trey Lance ruins it for me. Otherwise, I would have given Jalal probably an A minus. I'm gonna give Jalal a B plus though. See, the Trey Lance thing ruins it for me to the point that I gotta just give him a B. He gotta be like an 85. You're right, you're right, you're right. I, I'm gonna move it down to a B because that can legitimately lose you weeks. Yeah. Like multiple weeks. If they don't start him till week five, you're playing waiver wire quarterbacks. Yeah, I if he see like if this was like a real league, right? If Jalal could package like a Melvin Gordon and Trey Lance and go get a a Ryan Tan, like who has two good. I'm not teams? trading him Ryan Tan for that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Hell, hell, if he could go to to Sean's team and give him Melvin Gordon and Trey Lance for Joe Burrow, I I think Jalal's team is very very good. Yep, me too. Me too. All right, now we're going to Alex. Uh, Alex drafted a spot ahead of me. Um, so he goes Tom Brady, Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery, um, Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, um, Hines, Marquez Callaway, who I think at nine is a little early. 
Rondell Moore. Yeah, the hype, the hype overtook him. <laughs> yep. Xavier Jones is a great pick in the, in the 11th round. Um, Hunter Henry, I like. Devontae Parker's interesting. And David Moore is just a whatever. I mean, I know we got him, but I think he's our wide receiver four at this point. So, and then, I mean, McCaffrey's dang near our wide receiver one. So he might be a wide receiver five. So, no, 100%. Uh, so if I'm looking at this, I don't trust Saquon a lot this year. I've actually got him as a, if you go to my fantasy pros uh, and you look at my cheat sheet, He's a do not draft for me. Even if he falls to me at nine, I won't take Saquon. Bro, next um, year we should make our own fantasy rankings and like upload it to like a blog, like a website. Oh, for sure. Like that would be sick. For sure. Um, so Saquon, I mean, we could still do that. Season hadn't started yet. Uh, not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so like you, me, Jalal put together an average, let it go. That would you know. be sick. Yeah, that would be sick. All right, we're going to do it. I'll work on it tomorrow. Um, All right, so Brady, I love. Saquon's – I mean, bro, I'm, I get it. You take a good running back in the first round if they're good. Saquon's the most talented running back in the NFL. Um, I think Saquon's the most talented running back since Walter Payton. Um, uh, that's, I'm I being dead serious. And just pure talent. Just pure that's talent. A, that's a heavy, heavy load to put on him. Just that's pure a, talent, That's bro. a loaded statement. Nah, just pure talent. I think he's the most talented running back I've seen in my lifetime. Okay. Uh, just pure talent. Not the best. Not the best. There's a flurry of guys I take as the best running backs, but just pure talent. Um, David Montgomery, I love. I've already went over that. Uh, Hopkins is just consistently great. Uh, Chris Godwin, I just don't know how to feel about any Bucks receiver besides Mike Evans, but Godwin was good last year, so I don't know why he wouldn't be good this year. Um, Pitts, I've already told you, I think he's wide, I think he's tight end seven. So, what you said is a hot take, but and then Jamar Chase in the sixth round. I don't love Jamar Chase either. So for me, so when I look at Alex, he's got Brady, which should be like a mid-tier QB. Barkley and David Montgomery has potential to be the better, like one of the the better running back duos in the league. So I like mm-hmm. his running backs. Hopkins should be a top five wide receiver. So. The, the Godwin, hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I don't know what to think with Chris Godwin. I need to develop my opinion more when it comes to Chris, Chris Godwin. So I'm not, because I'm not that high on him. I do love me some Jamar Chase. Just I love me some T. Higgins more. So right now he's got uh, Brady, Barkley, Montgomery, Hopkins, Godwin, Pitts, and Jamar Chase. And then off the bench, Naeem Hines. I like the Marquez Callaway pick. I think it could have been later, but I respect it. I think if he is their wide receiver one and Jameis is hucking it to him like that, then he's got top 25 upside. And that's crazy yeah. to get in the ninth round. Um, Rondell Moore, I know there's a lot of hype surrounding him. Xavier Jones. If Daryl Henderson goes down, which he is already struggling with an injury, Xavier Jones could be one of those league-winning type of guys. Hunter Henry, uh, right before I took John Smith, and then Devontae Parker and David Moore. So I would probably give Alex I, – I think it's like a mid-tier team. I don't think it's great. I definitely don't think it's bad. Uh, what did I What did I just give Jalal? I gave Jalal a B. B plus, we, I know, 85, 85. We gave him a B. I think, I think Alex is a B minus. I think my team is better than his, and I think Jalal's team is better than his. I, I think Jalal's team is better than his, too. And I give Jalal a B. I give him a B minus. I give him a B minus. Yeah. All right. We did Damn. yours. My son Daniel up next. Uh, he went Austin Eckler at the 110, Travis Kelsey at the 2 3, Amari Cooper at the 310, Daryl Henderson, fourth round, Brandon Ayuk, fifth, 
Odell Beckham sixth, Robbie Anderson seventh, Matt Stafford, Kenyon Drake, Gus Edwards, Russell Gage, Ramondre Stevenson, Brian Edwards, and Andrew Luck, which is a troll pick. So I'm looking at Daniel Eckler and Daryl Henderson. Depending on what Daryl, like, I think there's risk involved with both of them. I think, actually, I think Eckler has a pretty solid floor. Uh, Whether, I don't think he's going to get the goal line work because Anthony Lynn just likes to throw in the biggest back for the, like, to (laughs) to get the touchdown. And so, like, like we saw with Josh Kelly last year. uh, So, uh, Eckler should be top 10, though. Daryl Henderson, eh, it is what it is. Uh, Travis Kelsey locked in as the tight end one. Mari Cooper. There's some some injury history there. I think CeeDee Lamb overtakes him as the wide receiver one this year in Dallas. But if you look at his, like, 16-game sample, like, if you extrapolate his stats over 16 games when, with Dak there, he was on pace for a monster season as well as CeeDee Lamb. So they both – he that could – probably produce in that Cowboys offense could probably produce two top 15 wide receivers. So I wouldn't be surprised there. Brandon Ayuk, like I said, I don't know what to think about him. I know the upside is there. I know he looks like the prototype wide receiver one, but I don't know. Odell Beckham, the name, I want to love Odell so bad. I just don't think the Browns run the ball enough for him to be the wide receiver that we know the ball enough. Yeah, I don't think they throw the ball enough. My bad. They run the ball too much for him to be the guy we we know he is. Odell healthy last year averaged six targets a game. I'm not drafting him. Yeah, like I just I don't see it. Um, Robbie Anderson, I I think he has a solid floor. I don't think the upside is there. He'll have a couple of monster plays. Um, I know he's back with Sam Darnold, who made him a fantasy star in in, in uh, New York, but we'll see what happens. Matt Stafford, I had him last year. <laughs> Uh, I think he's he's a he's a, a mid tier QB. Kenyon Drake and Gus. I love the Gus Edwards pick. Love the Gus Edwards pick. Russell Gage, eh, Ramondre Stevenson. Don't like it. Brian Edwards. Don't like it. Andrew Luck. Okay, we get it. Ha ha. Funny. I would <laughs> give so Daniel Stevens, Stafford, Henderson, Eckler, Cooper, Ayuk, and then Odell in the flex. See that you got question marks at RB two and wide receiver two, bro. You're just hoping they boom. Yeah, uh, um, and you you got question marks at flex too. That's what I'm saying, bro. So I, this might this might be the worst team, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. No, no, no. I don't. think uh, they the, got Kelsey. They got Kelsey. I don't and think it's the worst team because I think he has a positional advantage at tight end every week. I don't think his running backs are are in the bottom half. I, I, I uh, they might. Uh, no, nah, Aaron Jones and Josh Jacobs is is not that great. So yeah, I take I take Eckler and Henderson over those two. Uh, actually, yeah, I think he might have. Mm, I think he might have probably the worst running back core between him and the two bots. I think Eckler's I think Eckler's gonna be filthy, bro. So man, I think I might have just sold him short. I like Stafford. I love Eckler. I'm obsessed with Eckler, bro. I really am. Uh we've talked about Cooper. Kelsey's almost a lock for tight end one. And so I think it's a middling team. I give Daniel a I give Daniel a C plus. I give him a I give him a B. I can't do the C plus. You get you get Kelsey and you get Eckler for me. I got I gotta go. I give Dan. What what did I give Alex? I can't remember, bro. I can't remember. We have to run it back. But off the dome, I give Daniel a C plus. And then we're not going to do Sean because he got auto drafted because he's just basically it's just basically a bot. So it just got whoever best player available. So the last one up is Hunter. Um, he was picking at the one eleven. You want to go through his team? Yeah. Um. So in a, uh, first round pick twelve, he went Diggs on the turn. He took Aaron Jones. Then he went. Josh Jacobs, Kyler Murray at the QB spot in uh, four. 
which is, I mean, that's whatever to me. Where is his five at, bro? Uh, five was Javante Williams, which is a question mark. Um, TJ Hawkinson at six, I like. I don't like No, Juju. you're going over Sean, my boy. We're going over Hunter. Oh, I thought we was going. I thought we weren't going over Hunter. No, we weren't, we're not going over Sean. Sean uh, come on, I'm my boy. Get your, get your head right, Ty- in the game. All right, Tyreek. Tyreek went number one. <laughs> Ty- he took Tyreek in the first round. Najee Harris in the second on the turn, which I love. Um, Darren Waller in the third round, love it. Um, fourth round, you take James Robinson. I think that's a little high, but who I knows? personally love it. I think I just I love it if he's getting the workload he got last year. I just don't know what the offense looks like, and they don't look good in preseason at all. So, um, let's see. Justin I think, Herbert. I think Justin Herbert over Russ and Dak is a little wild. Yeah, and I think you could have waited. I mean, like kind of like you said, you take a tight end early. I think you can wait on a quarterback a little bit. Because you're, you're making up some positional advantages. Because Wallers, you get the positional advantage out of literally 11 of the teams. Exactly. Um, let's see. So, James Robinson, Tyree Kill, I love, bro. Jalen Waddle cannot be your wide receiver, too. Yeah, uh, I think that's tough. I think that is very – and that's, uh, yet again, taking tight end and quarterback early makes this – this is what happens. Because yep. his, his receiver core is now – Tyree Kill, and then after that, he's got Jalen Waddle, Michael Pittman, Curtis Samuel, Jalen Rager. Now, he does not have a solidified wide receiver, too, at all. There's a very good chance all those guys finish outside the top 30. And it's yep. like, it's a, what do you do at that point? So where he took Darren Waller, that's cool. But when you take – like, Justin Herbert isn't worth the fifth-round pick. And so he could have – receivers went in the fourth round, bro, that he could have drafted. Who was his fourth even, round? He, he took, took James, James Robinson. Robinson. Even – so he took him at the 5'11". He could have taken hmm, he could have taken Chase Claypool. I would have taken Chase Claypool. I would have taken Jamar Chase as my wide receiver too, all over Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert probably would have been there for him in the eighth round. Eighth round. I'm trying to look at where quarterbacks went. Nah, because Brady went in the seventh. Okay, regardless, like he could have taken Ryan Tannehill. Like it's it's like he he you can't go wide receiver like top tier. QB or early QB and early uh, tight end, especially if the early QB you take is Justin Herbert. I'd so almost Mark, guarantee he would have gone Devontae. And if it was Devontae, I actually would have liked this a lot more, but I, I took Devontae two picks before him. I don't, I don't, between Devontae and Hill, that doesn't change anything for me. It's just the, like, I like his, his running backs. His tight end is good. His running backs, I like Najee and James Robinson are going to be at least the middle half of the league. And when it comes to running backs, Mike Davis, I like Mike Davis as your flexed. Mm-hmm. Michael, Me too. Michael Carter, I, uh, it depends on how that Jets backfield plays out. He shot for upside when he went with Waddle, Pittman, Curtis Samuel, which I feel like is what you have to do now. Like you have to search out upside at wide receiver two because you're stuck in this position. Um uh, yeah, and then Jalen. Uh, I don't really like Hunter's team that much, to be honest. I mean, I love Herbert, Najee, Tyreek, and Darren Waller, and I I like James Robinson. And I like Mike Davis. I actually do like his team. I just can't do the wide receiver two thing. Bro. I let me rephrase. I like his team. I just think it could have been so much better. It could. I, I, I think he could have drafted better, and so I'd probably give Hunter. Like if. He, like like I said with uh like I said with uh tra- the tra- like with Jalal if he could trade hmm, he could I don't uh, he could trade no one's gonna trade anyone that went before him like and no one's gonna trade in like Justin Herbert's not bad like trade Lance and Justin Herbert there's a big difference like Justin Herbert's not gonna give you a zero so it's not it's it's tough but he just needs a wide receiver too like that's it that's that's it all he needs a wide receiver too um. So, yeah, 
I'd probably give Hunter a B. I get Hunter a B minus probably. Yeah, I'm floating around the same thing. B minus. B minus. So that's all the teams that that are drafted. Uh, shout out to all the guys that came to this draft with us. I'm gonna put all their like I'm gonna tag them all on Twitter when we put the episode. Um, we didn't do song of the week. So now, because I was trying to rush and get everybody in the draft and get it all going. So we're going to do song of the week. Now, my song of the week is a nice, it's by a battle rapper. Actually. It is by my man, Sue surf. It's all hey. his, his, his most recent album just dropped like two days ago. It's called until further notice. And the song is better half featuring Vori. That song is heat. And y'all about to hear it right now. Juice and Casa, a little jazzy and Tasha put the flag on it. Know that bitch is devil, she just got a little ass on her. Every real killer got a price, we put a tag on them. Suck me when I'm stressing, I can't front, I blow a bag on her. Tell a plug if it ain't got a 30, we gon' pass on it. Niggas think we capping, they respect us till we smashed on them. Niggas think we capping, they respect us till we. I hit you in the city, you ain't have the time. Same as you should give to me every time. Thought you had it on. Uh, so we back. Wait, should I? You think I should put this in the beginning, bro? Nah, just nah, leave let it, it. Let it make rock, wait. Right? Yeah, make, him make wait. him wait. You feel me? All right, so what's your song of the week, bro? All right. Y'all know I come with some different stuff. Uh, my song of the week is by a girl, an artist named Reagan Capaci, C-A-P-A-C-I, and the song is called Don't Recommend. T-Pain listened to it on stream not too long ago, <laughs> and it's a banger. That's why it's a banger. I'm just not going to hold you, bro. It's right, a banger. So my Reagan Capaci, we finna listen to what you sounded like right now. And so we're, we are back. Uh, I have not heard it yet, but I'm sure that it is heat. Um, like I said, if you haven't checked out the season one playlist, uh, we had a lot of bangers on there. That's a fire playlist. So go it's check true. that out. I listen to it every day. Me bro. too. You can play it from start to finish. So many different moves on there. Like, go run that up for sure. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed this this mock draft episode. Hold up, Nosh. Hold up, Nosh. Hold up, Wait, What Nash. happened? Before you wrap it up, you want to you wanna tease the offseason NBA stuff we're going to do, bro? You? No, please. Be my guest. Uh, so something I'm excited about, a little idea I brought to Nosh as his uh, uh, co-guest host. <laughs> we don't know what I am. I'm just on here from time to time. <laughs> uh, but so basically what we're going to do is a little a four-man podcast, and we're going to draft a little fantasy squad, like a fantasy draft um, from decades. So what I say, it starts from 90 to 99, 2000 to 2009, and then we'll do uh, 2010 to 2000 to current right basically yeah to current so and i think it's going to be a dope pod bro something cool for y'all to listen to in the off season some cool conversations some cool debates uh, i'm sure we'll grade some excited drafts about that too. that's oh, gonna I be can't fire wait bro it's gonna be fire i can't wait and then um i've actually got a couple people that have said they would come on that notch that we'll keep that as a surprise as well so it's liddy so i bet see justice he's bringing the heat for y'all so look forward to that uh basically throughout the rest until we get to like the kind of deeper in the basketball offseason we're going to be 
Next week, we're probably going to do some more football, some more fantasy football, and then heading into the fantasy football weeks after weeks, we're going to do like waiver pickups, like kind of week reviews, what we think, you know, stuff like that. And uh, so you guys can be on the lookout for that. Like I said, I appreciate everyone that came to this mock draft. Appreciate everybody that listened. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the Run It Up podcast on Apple Podcasts and download on Spotify. Leave that rating and review. Share with your family and friends. Every rating is – I'm appreciative for every single one. I truly am. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Najee underscore. Follow the pod on Twitter at Run It Up Pod. Follow Justice on Twitter at Reed underscore. Golly, Justice, Justice Reed underscore too. Reed. Oh, no, damn. Justice Reed too. Oh, damn. Well, there you go. Justice Reed too. It'll be in the little description with that. Hope you guys have a litty day, a litty night, a litty life. And just like we do on every episode of this podcast, make sure y'all go run it up. Run it up. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Run It Up Podcast. If you want to keep up and see what Najee is up to, follow him on Twitter at NajeeAdams underscore. Hit him with some questions or topics that you want to hear in the next episode of the Run It Up Podcast.